Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. This is Everything Home. The transformational show about life, laughter, and the pursuit of happiness delivered by good people doing good business and good things. Let's take the word freedom. Wouldn't it be great to have more professional freedom, personal freedom, and how about financial freedom? Every week, Michelle Swinnick, the queen of quality content, interviews experts, entrepreneurs, professionals, and purpose-driven people to share their stories, their passions, and provide real-life tangible takeaways get ready to be entertained yet learn some incredible information this is everything home and this is michelle swinnick It's noon in America, corruption county, Arizona, and time to start your week off right with Michelle and Everything Home Talk Radio Show. <laughs> Where your censorship-free safe space sanctuary speak easy for Patreon. Our motivated Monday Live studio audience, and they have a special song just for me. Aw, guys, thanks so much. It was on Saturday. Turned 49. It's the last year of the 40s. Yikes. But watch out. That's only going to mean some amazing things coming in 2022. And Saturday, I spent the day at the Maricorruption County GOP meeting. You know, with the elected elites and the precinct committee man. Oh, the rhinos were in full force. And I'm fired up like never before. Had no idea there were so many here. Oh, my God. Oh, MG, wait till we tell you later, uh, a little bit later about the meeting. Boy, do they want those machines in for the ballot counting. But anyway, it's rejuvenation January. Remember, once you commit, everything changes. Pick a lane. Don't be a COVID slave. Stand up, show up, speak up, fight for your freedom. Collaborate. Become a super spreader of courage and freedom. Put on your common sense gaps with the people. Grab your pen and paper for all the quality content you're about to hear. It's time to make your business, your life, and this country better. Take action. BLC. Today's topics on episode 281. Whoa, what am I thinking? Divorce to intentionally fabulous. Fast learning tricks, Arizona issues, and take action items. Reinvent your home to reflect you. A patriotic business app, The Border. Human trafficking, reawaken tour. Reawaken America tour. Really? How can I get that wrong? I've only gone. Going to be there this weekend. Faith, freedom, COVID-19, and save America with special guests, my buddy Mike Miller, Clay Clark for the third time, and Brandon House making his debut on the Everything Home Talk radio show. All delivered by our partners of the Everything Home, socially conscious referral network and marketplace. They're good people doing good business and good things. Today's lineup is loaded with new partners and patriots. I gotta take a breath there, guys. 
Kelly Calabrese, overcome the fear, rejection, and grief after divorce to create an intentionally fabulous life. Don Sebzik, tips and tricks for quick learning and retention. And the fastest read math tutor on the planet. Kim Miller, Arizona Women of Action, reviving American freedoms in education, culture, and the public square. Jeanette Chasworth, utilizing interior design to reinvent your home when going through life transitions like death, empty, nesting, and divorce. And Robert Altomar, breathe easy. (sighs) Breathe easy. A new app to help you find patriotic businesses and stop supporting the COVID slaves and tyrannical mandates. And sitting shotgun in Michelle's patriotic soapbox. Uh, three special guests. That's Trace, the Trace Amigos. At 1 p.m., Mike Miller, Warriors for Ranchers, a grassroots organization that provides help to families who have been affected by the border invasion. You know, we have no border. And they're fighting against human and sex, child sex slave trafficking. At 1.30, Clay Clark host of the Reawaken America Tour and the Thrive Time Show. The Faith and Freedom Fighters are kicking off their 2022 events here in Phoenix on the 14th and 15th this Friday and Saturday. You can join us or watch live on brighttn.tv. And at 2 p.m., Brandon House. Oh, I love this guy. President of WBW Broadcast Network, host of Worldview Radio. Brandon House Live Worldview Report. On the air literally all day long. And Mike Lindell's partner on Lindell TV, they are the co-founders. He's the OG of no-holds-barred journalism because he's been talking about non-politically correct and currently censored issues since the 90s. Yeah. The 90s, people. So be sure to stick around for the second hour of the show, the third hour of the show. Why not you just stick around for the entire show? Facts, truth, take action, items, resources, and a course of entertainment. Visit everythinghomeaboutus.com. That's everythinghomeaboutus. Learn all about us. For more information on today's guests, their websites, their own shows, and everything you need to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your communities. One location for all the information. The ultimate resource platform. Breaking news. Number one, a trans male swimmer defeats UPenn trans female swimmer, Lisa Thomas. You know, the one who's been crushing school records and beating every woman in the pool? <laughs> Let me get this straight. Okay, I got to get a pen and paper. I got to get some cue cards, like note cards here. I'm going to do a flow chart. So the trans male swimmer was a woman who wanted to become a man so then she could participate in male sports to beat the women. And the female female oh no she's a trans female so then she was she's a male then wanted to be a female so she could beat the females in the male sports no in the female sports but the male but the boys are girls girls are boys trans so now the the girl actually beat the boy or did the boy beat the girl i don't know number two (laughs) welcome to 2022 people number two the mainstream media and government's narrative about the COVID. The COVID has passed the point of you've got to be a kidney. They're making stuff up right in the middle of interviews and not even rehearsing anymore. It's a web of lies, people. Time to pull your heads out of your rear end. Stand up, speak up, and start spinning the truth. Join our Save My Freedom movement. Go to the Reawaken America Tour or watch it live this weekend, Friday and Saturday. Listen to the many COVID doctors and interviews and experts we've had on this very show. We all need to mobilize and multiply Head over to everythinghomeaboutus.com. That'll give you the menu with all the information you can pick and choose from all the things that I just mentioned. And if you want to buy a ticket to the event this weekend, just use promo code HOME, H-O-M-E. And uh, it is January 10th, day 666 of 15 days to slow the spread. 666. Hmm. Snap out of it. 
And by the way, it's day 353 of the Joe Biden Nazi regime, which is the most successful administration in the history of America at accomplishing their agenda of destroying our country. And Biden is the largest trafficker of human and sex slaves on the planet. Now it's time to meet the partners of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network. Today's topic's on episode 281, Divorce to Intentionally Fabulous Fast Learning Tricks, Arizona Issues and Take Action Items, Reinvent Your Home to Reflect You, a patriotic business app, The Border, Human Trafficking, Reawaken America Tour, Faith, Freedom, COVID-19, the COVID, the COVID-19, and Save America with special guests Mike Miller, Clay Clark, and Brandon House. All right, guys, let's do this. Let's just show on the road. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. First up is the new partner. We love when the new partners come and play in our sandbox. First part, first, uh, first up is Kelly Calabrese. She's a 34-year fitness, nutrition, wellness, and lifestyle coach who empowers, empowers women to overcome the fear, rejection, and grief after divorce. So they can create a fabulous bonus life. Let's welcome the founder of Intentionally Famous Boys and Girls. <laughs> Kelly, it's actually oh, Intentionally you. Fabulous. So fabulous that you are. How are you, my friend? So good. Best day of my life. How are you? I, I will second that motion. Is it, I will go with you. It is the best day of my life, too. Well, thank you for spreading the cheer. <laughs> in this brand new year of 2020. So divorce. Uh, I live in Scottsdale, Arizona. We got a lot of divorce here. A friend of mine lives in San Diego. She told me the divorce rate there is 80%. Whoa, right? What's going on? People don't like other people. They they like them for five minutes. What's going on? You know what? It's higher with COVID. It was about 50% and now it's higher. And it's interesting because the divorce was about 50% 50% men and 50% women before COVID, now 78% of women are filing for divorce. So we've had some shifts going on with COVID. You know, I don't, I don't need to laugh, but I get it. Like, I get it. Like, you, you're home all the time with him, and you didn't really like him that much anyway, but you're like, eh, at least he goes to work. And then he goes plays with his friends, or maybe he has a girlfriend, so I don't have to deal with him all the time. But now he's home. <laughs> I can't stand it because then I got to do everything and look at his dumb face. Don't all jokes aside. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. So, um, all right, let's, let's, let's go serious. Everybody, you know, let's just pretend everybody was in love and then just to give us a rundown about you and then let's, let's get to the, the, the meat and potatoes. Yes, let's do it. Yeah, so this now is I've been in fitness, nutrition, and wellness for a long time, 35 years, been blessed to do some amazing things on international stages and write books and all that fun stuff. And then 24 years into my marriage, my husband came home and he said, my commitment to our marriage is zero. And he left. <laughs> and oh, he floored me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's oh. just set me on this journey of, okay, who am I? And I need to stop this gaping hole of pain in my heart and make this better and go on and do something amazing with my life. So that's what I did, and now I'm helping other people to do the same. Now, do you find that um, from the time this happened to you, 
and the women that you are now talking to and having conversations with, they're not necessarily as heartbroken. They're a little bit more prepared for something along these lines where it's not that they're expecting it. It's just that it's not so devastating because it's kind of something, eh, I'm not kind of surprised. It depends. I mean, some people, it really is the shocker, and that's a lot when there's infidelity involved. And, you know, whether you had your head in the sand or there was a slow fade and you just weren't looking at what was going on, looking back, you might see things. But sometimes when that moment comes, it really is shock. And it depends how long were you married, how much is your identity wrapped up in being, you know, a wife Mm. or a husband. So there are people who are definitely devastated and they become victims and they never get better. So that's not what we want, though. Yeah, it's interesting. You just kind of hit the nail on the head that has so much more to do than just marriage. You said how much is their identity wrapped up into this relationship, right? Call it, call, you can call it marriage. You can call it any type of relationship or even your identity wrapped into your work or your identity wrapped into your kids. Or you, you know what I mean? So it's a bigger picture. It's, you know, it's about being a little bit more independent I'm sure that's something that you you have to uh, encourage women and, and get them to kind of reposition their own reality as to, hey, it's it's just you, dude. Like, right? Because, you know, it's great that you can rely on some people, but at the end of the day, maybe you, maybe a little God kind of thrown in there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, their idea of the family, when divorce comes along, it really is like a tornado hit every area of your life because usually you wind up moving and now you might have your kids half the time. And your kids may have changed schools and you may have changed churches and jobs and your friend group changes because they were all couples. And now Mm. a lot of things change. So if your identity is wrapped up in your address and, you know, your ring and the car you drove and all that goes away, it really could be a massive identity crisis. So we need to get them to realize, you know, who they are and whose they are. So really renew their mind to that new identity of being whole, being um, okay alone, but not lonely. So are you talking primarily to women who have already gotten the uh, conversation that divorce is happening or that they've gotten the paperwork or they've gone to the first attorney's meeting, or is it the ones that are thinking, okay, I kind of think this is headed in that direction? I get everything. So some people come to me where they're like, I can't stand to look at him anymore. Like, I'm done with him. I hate his tattoos. I hate everything. And if I can work with her on her, we can save right. the marriage sometimes. You know, as long as it's healthy, it's not abusive, a lot, I've had right. that happen. And then I have women seven years divorced, and they're still, you know, dating the same man with a different faith. Like, they keep choosing the same, you know, addictive or poverty or whatever it is. They have not healed through it, and they keep just going over and over and over in the same cycle. It's not even a season. It's a cycle now over and over. So I get everything in between. I, I would love to save a Mavericks if it's healthy and possible, but if it's not, let's get you healthy, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, it's always about uh, fixing yourself. As you know, back to before we had the COVID, when we were talking about like masks in the actual airplane, you know, before we had the, the COVID slave mask, they said, you know, you got to put the mask on yourself first before you help the, the, your kids because you're no good if you're not there. So we always uh, we always forget to do that is take care of ourselves as women primarily. Um, real quick, we got about a minute left. Um, what tip do you want to share with women of something that they should do once they get to this point? So it not not so you can make it a little easier, uh, maybe a little yeah. Like, I mean, safety, along those lines, the self 
yeah, the self-love, like you said, is so good because some of the women really get into, like, self-hatred and self-loathing, and they just beat themselves up. So don't do that. Um, forgiveness is huge, and that's really for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, don't see yourself as a failure and whatever lies you might be telling yourself or beating yourself up. Don't do that. Um, confidence, do whatever it takes to go from victim to love, and that means getting back up again and being resilient, being strong, and getting connected to um, you know, just have some awareness of your situation and find out what's good about it. Like, okay, there are some awesome things to being single. No one thought they'd have the story when they got married, but this could be the greatest season of your life. It's a chance to be the best version of you. You don't have to compromise on anything. You get to make all the choices. You could be forced outside your comfort zone, which can be a great thing. Quality parenting time when you do have the kids, a peaceful house. And, you know, it's a great chance to work on self-development and, um, serve others, pursue your passion. So ask good questions, and one of them is, you know, what's good about this situation? Great advice. And I think, uh, you know, people listening, expand that to all the, all the aspects and all the, the avenues of your life, and I think it goes, just, it goes so much more beyond divorce. Kelly, give me your, uh, your website, and then I'd uh, love to have you come back next month just because there'll be no more people needing divorce help. <laughs> it's not going to get better. It's going to just keep on going. I would love that. It's intentionallyfabulous.com, intentionallyfabulous.com. That's it. Awesome. Thank you so much for being a new partner on our Patreon purpose-driven resource platform, and it is a day where everyone needs to be intentionally fabulous. Thank you, Kelly Calabrese. Have a fabulous day. Thank you, Michelle. You, you are welcome. I, I will. I will. Definitely. All righty. It is 1217. I'm going to sneak in a minute here real quick. just want to say thank you to everyone that's been listening. The numbers have been off the charts. We've been growing. We've been going and growing, going and growing. So what I would love for you to do is to join us in this, right? You want to, uh, you can subscribe on your favorite podcast player. We're on like 25 of them. You know, you can always watch us or watch and listen live on all the social media platforms, except the uh, satanic ones like YouTube and the Facebook, but we're on LinkedIn. We're on Rumble. We are on the, the Twitter, Cloud Hub, and of course, Blog Talk Radio, Mondays at 12 p.m. Mountain Time. And then of course, after we are finished, then uh, it goes to the podcast, right? You can get on demand 200. This is the 281st episode and uh, go join the newsletter that helps out tremendously. We get around the censorship until constant contact comes after. It's just a matter of time. It's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when, everyone. Keep in mind it's a matter of if. It's a matter of, it's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when. They're going to come get you too. But that, don't let that get you down. You need, to, you need to show up. You need to speak out. And you need to become part of our Save My Freedom movement. Save My Freedom movement where we're gathering. We're joining. We're doing in person. We're doing online. We're pitching our wares. We're telling you what we do for, uh, for our business because we want patriots to buy and sell each other's products and services, hire each other, know about each other's events, join each other's groups, and participate. And uh, let's see, 1218. All right, I'll save the rest of it for when Kim Miller comes on because we're going to talk about some of the information, information from the uh, GOP big meeting, Mayor Corruption County. Whoa, Rhino Fest. But yeah, there was interesting conversations about the from the non-rhinos all had the same theme we ain't sticking together we ain't showing up but we will save that for kim all right my next guest my buddy don Sedzik. he's a master of learning smart man and founder of math celebrity the fastest 
free math tutor on the planet. And it looks like we're going to some old lockdowns because, you know, the difference between them. They say, hey, we're going to have in-person learning and we're going to have remote learning. I'm like, no, no, it's just called school. And you go there, everybody. So parents need some resources to, uh, you know, get through the confusion. Who wants to have to learn some of this math thing like calculus? Oh, did I hate that? I didn't figure out applause. Don, how are you today, my friend? Good. It's good to be back. How are you? I'm good. It is uh, January 10th. It is 2022. And who would have ever thought that you would see on that mainstream news that uh, kids are now going to go back to learning remotely at home in a computer and the parents go, you've got to be kidding me. I just thought I'd never have to look at another math equation that I didn't understand again. So what are your... What are your 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 uh, your customers, your clients, and uh, your community saying? They're like they, they're killing us, Don. They're killing us with this stuff. Well, as you know, I live in 20 minutes west of Chicago, so it's always a circus in that city. But it's funny because the more games they play, the more people I see running with both feet as fast as they can to private schooling or homeschooling. And the people that used to kind of frown at homeschooling before now have their eyes wide open and realize that all the kids were protected last year. They didn't have to go through any of that. And then I, I, I could tell you that it's a shame that public schools are, are losing more students and running straight into my arms with hearts in their eyes, but I, I'd be lying to you. <laughs> so so traffic's, traffic's growing and it's, it's good to help people out, but I think I, I completely agree with what you and I were talking about last time is it's a shame that kids have been put in the middle of this war and used as, as cannon fodder. Oh, it's horrible. I mean, the, uh, the, the school systems, the teachers, these, uh, these boards, the, even the County, the, even our city councils. I mean, these people, they should lock them up. Yeah. Getting fired is not enough. There needs to be consequences uh, otherwise, because it is, is just manipulative and the kids are being, I mean, these kids are going through like emotional, permanent emotional damage from the masks and from being at school, not being around their friends and the ones that, you know, rely on the food in the schools aren't even getting food. I mean, it is literally, it's so evil that I don't know and I don't understand me. I don't have kids, but um, I don't, I, I just couldn't imagine doing that to not to someone's child, something that evil just to, what, make some more money, have some power, control. Um, and even if you are kind of a nefarious character, just the fact that you think it's okay and you're not standing up against it. I don't know, Don, maybe you can clue me in. I'm just missing something. Yeah, it's, it's, I agree with you. I mean, when I, so even before COVID and we had this discussion at, at my house as well as with some colleagues, public schools are acting like taxi drivers when Uber first arrived on the scene because they don't realize that there's, and forget about my site, but if you just go to YouTube, right. And I know you're not a fan of the site, but if you go to any, any learning, you know, digital learning, you now have access to the smartest people in the world in any field. So let's rewind back when you and I were kids, right. And maybe we wanted to learn how to build something, build, build a wooden toy or, or learn how to do a math problem. If we, we could look for tutors and we could try to talk to our teachers and maybe they were decent, but let's pretend at that time the smartest, most efficient wood builder or math person was located in, say, Dubai, right? 
you most mm-hmm. likely we're not going to fly over there and see them. We don't have the money. We don't have the time. But now with, with video sites and digital learning, you can get instant access to the smartest person in your field for either free or low cost. And you can get it instantly. And so what cracks me up about public schools taking this stance, especially Chicago, who's one of the, and I, that's a story for another time, but Chicago has taken one of the most militant stances on this. Is It's like your, your time is, is up, right, with YouTube and digital tutoring and, and the amount of information out there and the access you have to the most brilliant minds. Why are you taking the stance? I mean, homeschool numbers before COVID were, were creeping up 3 to 4% a year, and they exploded last year, right? I mean, we, we all saw the numbers. And what's mm-hmm. funny is people that used to frown on homeschool now realize, besides kids being protected, they see how happy these kids are. They're not, they're not under lockdowns at school wearing face diapers all day. They're not subjected to bullying and depression. I mean, if you go and hang out with – we just had somebody in public school hang out with our homeschool group, and they're like, I can't believe – how much fun this is and how relaxed everybody is and socializing because for years they were told, Oh, you know, homeschoolers are not, they're not social. They're not getting what you need in school, but really what they're waking up to, Oh my God, no, we're the ones missing out. And so it's just, it's just comical watching public schools. And again, this has been going on before COVID COVID really only accelerated the inevitable and just watching public schools, administrators and, and teachers unions acting like, Taxi drivers, when Uber's on the scene, it's like, look, you're, you're almost like the, the – the, and I hate to use this term, the fat kid in dodgeball. You're picked last now, right? We, we don't need you anymore. <laughs> and so you would, you would think that public schools in that position would be like, holy crap, like I'm not as an attractive as an option anymore. Maybe I should right. uh, get better at teaching, get, make the schools nicer, make an effort. But no, they're not. They're, and not only are they not trying – or not improving, they're actually regressing, which makes this more comical. Well, and I'm going to add to that, too. Um, as far as the, this, this homeschooling, I felt the same way. I thought it was like, oh, you know, God forbid, you should have to be crazy if you did that. Well, then that's the way I thought about everything. Now everything that I believe in has been turned upside on its head because I've been realized that they've lied to you about everything. It's like, oh, like when I say web of lies, like I'm just questioning two and two is four. Everything else, 100% lie, lie, and it's all come forward. But it turns out that the kids that are actually homeschooled, they're further along, they're more advanced, they're actually smarter than the kids that are in the schools that are kept, that are held back. And I, this is coming from multiple states, multiple resources, multiple people and parents who have, I've spoken to over uh, you know, the past year and they've given me, like verification testimonials. It's crazy. And it's the same story from the people that are homeschooling. They have the same story. And I know these people that I'm talking to don't know each other. So it's not from like, oh, I don't know, a pamphlet or something. So it's real because they're too drastically different of different categories of people. Um, We did some great shows about homeschooling with Dr. Pam Popper and Sam Sorbo. And I'm trying to look for the numbers of the shows right now. And I can't believe they're not in my head. I know it was 241. And then Sam Sorbo was on, uh, for everybody who wants to listen to it, 240. So 240 and 241, two great episodes on homeschooling so take those two plus the information that don's got with math celebrity um and you're you're good to go you've got everything covered and just so um, people put things in a perspective um uh, the school system here got 14 billion dollars done last year the arizona school system 14 billion dollars and uh i think people know enough about not only are we like one of the worst school systems in the country um our our (laughs) 
<laughs> they surveil our students and they surveil our parents and like do like dossiers on them. So yeah, that's, that's where your money goes people. So keep that in mind. Don, give your um, website and anything else you want to plug real quick. Sure. The website is mathcelebrity.com. Spelled just like it sounds, M-A-T-H celebrity.com. If you need instant math help, you don't want to schedule time with a tutor or deal with your schools going through boring textbooks. You put your problem or your search term in, click the button, and in a split second, we will give you what you want when you want. You don't have to wear a mask. You don't have to deal with any of that. Do it from the comfort of your own home. Yeah, and, and uh, you don't have to relearn. Parents don't have to relearn the math and spend hours and hours doing something you hated the first time you had to do it in school. So thank you, Don, and I uh, love the update on the stories. I can't wait for you to tell me, hey, Michelle, I'm moving out of this uh, crazy-ass place I live in in Illinois. So that's uh, soon, maybe soon. I'll, I'll, wait, I'll wait for that call, Don, and you'll be free. You'll be free at last. you know, like Norma Ray, free at last. Thanks, Don. <laughs> Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Oh, poor Don stuck in Illinois. Illinois. Yeah, crazy, crazy stuff out there. But yeah, check out the mathcelebrity.com. Amazing resource for people, for parents, for kids. And uh, it solves problems like magic. Poof. You know what I mean? And actually, though, it was interesting. And I'm going to, uh, 1228, I want to keep it tight today. Um, it helps the kids relearn in different ways. You know what I mean? Because they're not in this indoctrination of how they are supposed to be learning. You know, keep in mind, the school systems in the in the the whole country. So you know, based on the three R's, this is one of my favorites. The three R's: reading, writing, and arithmetic. Reading starts with an R. Writing starts with a W. Arithmetic starts with an A. And uh, you want me to listen to those people? Okay, first warning sign. I think the kids are like, wait, that's not three R's. Uh, yeah, run away, people, run away. And that's how it all started. That's what you built your entire education system on: the three R's that are not R's. Mm-hmm. And then. You wanna, you wanna give them more money and then drop your kids off there for what six or eight hours a day? Ah, uh, no way, hell no. Take them home, take them home, homeschool them, people. Uh, check out those episodes two forty, two forty one. There's resources on there too, and there's a couple other ones. I'm gonna, I have to do a page on the website of homeschooling. Um, speaking of Arizona, speaking of Arizona, let me bring in my next guest. My next guest is one of my buddies, Kim Miller. She's the founder. Wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I, my scroll is off. My scroll is off. I am off today. You would have seen what happened all morning long because it was running behind in order to get to the point where we went live. Uh, that's the, the sheet show, the sheet show that I need to put on video because that's the stuff that's funny. Anyway, Kim Miller, she's the founder of Arizona Women of Action. They're reviving American freedoms in education, culture, and the public square by engaging in critical issues and providing clear, effective, take action items so you can make a difference. Audience, big round of applause for my buddy, Kim. Kim, I'm sorry I missed you on Saturday down at the Rhino Fest. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. I survived, <laughs> and it sounds like you did too. <laughs> oh, my God. I could not believe it. So just to give the audience a, a little overview, I, I warned them we were going out there. I kind of told them a little in the beginning. So we're, we, we have our first round of voting. We're voting for members at large. There are definitely rhinos on the stage that are running. These are the people that are supposed to be the non-elected elites, or the elected, but not the elected elites, you know, the position holders, the vice chair, the second vice chair, the clutch, per, the pearl-clutching uh, Republicans, right? They are uh, supposed to be like yeah. the regular peeps, us, precinct committee men, right? And um, mm-hmm. we did the first round of voting. And then we had a bunch of people come and start talking, and then all of a sudden we break for lunch. I was like, well, what? hey, it's 1 o'clock. We've 
nothing done and we're going to get something to eat. I'm like, okay, we're having a meeting, have a meeting. There's no, un- now I understand why there's no, uh, nothing gets done and uh, audit and you just hear crickets and like, mm-hmm. uh, what? unbelievable. Um, and you wonder why they're Burnovich and you got Douchey and you got McCain. I mean, come on people. This is, oh, and Kelly Ward, I didn't see her there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's going, I, I did see her actually. Yeah. Oh, you did? No, I, I did not. I saw her outside, like, after lunch. I saw her standing around outside, but that's, that's okay. the only time I saw her. <laughs> well, but here's, here's the thing I did notice. Well, because got, we got there, and then, of course, I was doing the rounds because I wanted to see who was there, right? Who actually had a booth mm-hmm. or who showed up or who was going to put a little effort into it. And then some people snuck mm-hmm. in later, like Schweiker. Okay, this guy is a disaster, and I can't even oh. believe he's still in office. I don't know. How, so we got to get rid of him. And we'll talk about like corruption beyond belief, like even the corruption in his own business. He literally went, mm. he, he, I saw him walk in as we were, sit, we were sitting out in the, in the foyer area. I saw him walk in the building, literally within five minutes, went on the stage, gave his speech, which I couldn't listen to. My ears would have been bleeding. So then all of a sudden he walks back out and leaves. And I was like, uh, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like that alone should make people realize how, how much they, these elected elites at all different levels have no use for you. They have no use for anything that is what their job description is. It's all about money, power, and whatever they can get out of it for themselves. So with that being said, um, mm-hmm. did, you, did you want to give any input on your experience this uh, Saturday that we just had? Yeah, yes. It was a, it, I, the first thing I thought of when I walked in, it was like, oh, my gosh, this is a circus. This is a Republican mm-hmm. circus right now. And um, it was great to see so many people energized out front with tables and all the candidates and all of that. And then when you get in, though, you realize there's just so much um, there's you could just tell there there was there were all these ins and outs and, and people with agendas. And and mm-hmm. I, I was to hear that there was open discussion between different factions, different ideas. I wished it would have been a little bit more organized where we could hear people out and and it seemed like they were always debating the Robert's Rules of Orders. It's like, don't you guys already know that so far? I mean, right. isn't that kind of, shouldn't that be a given? And they were so debating about what should the rules be. Well, that took a lot of time. I couldn't figure that out. And then um, I was also so shocked that we, it sounded like there were so many people for those uh, bylaws changes that would limit the number of proxies, which should be limited, I think. I mean, we, that's part of the reason we're in this position is we have a lot of these establishment people who just tell their friends, they get all these PCs to sign up who don't have any engagement, that aren't even involved, mm-hmm. and they say, just give me a proxy, I'll vote for you. And then they show up, and they've got 100 proxies, or however many, mm-hmm. dozens at least, and that's how they shove things through a lot of times. And now we have more PCs. I was so excited to see so many raised hands when they asked, how many of you are new PCs? And that was awesome. And she, Mickey Nyland said that there's, you know, this is a record-breaking year of, of new PCs signing up, which is fantastic. And Dan Farley should be congratulated and so many people, Marissa Hamilton, for getting people to sign up, and we need more. But, um, you know, here we are. We were vocal, standing up, saying, you know, yes, we should limit the number of proxies so that the real people who are engaged are the ones voting. But then all of those got shut down. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Unless it was the fact that the establishment people brought so many proxies with them at the meeting that they shut down, they drowned out 
all the all the new PCs who really wanted to limit that kind of backdoor stuff. So it well, just shows there's so out of work we, ahead, we have. Yeah, you know, I think you're onto something there. I mean, as as the, they were doing some of the voting, you know, it didn't just it it was intentionally not smooth, and also intentionally not at a speed that it should have been done, because they did mm-hmm. paper ballots as opposed to the machines. Well, a lot of the established elite, the elected elite that are on the the uh, like say it was called executive board, right? The ones that love right. the, uh, the old school old school way of doing things. They wanted. Uh, to have the the uh, the election or the ballots being done electronically, they didn't want the paper. So if you kind of mm-hmm. think about it now, using that in mind, they made it so slow. They made it like there was issues. They purposely didn't put things up on the screen till after people were already turning in their ballots to say, oh, this is the person that's there because there was a couple write-ins. Yeah. So they purposely didn't do. They didn't make it clear. The instructions were a disaster. The person that was on, that was actually doing it, I don't know how she, I don't know how she puts both of her, but puts her pants on in the morning and doesn't fall down. And um, there was also, I mean, there was lack of explanation. The ballots were actually kind of confusing when it could have been very easy. The process was made more difficult. It was almost like they wanted to say, see, we told you that it's so much easier to do the, the machines and this is, <laughs> this is just how it's going to be. And it'll be worse when we're having the general public do it. And it's really just a bad idea to go to paper ballots because it's not feasible. And look how long it took just to count 2,000 ballots. So, because it doesn't, I mean, uh, four hours to do that. I think I, think I could have done it I, myself in four hours. So there, there was definitely right. some sabotage there, but it just showed the true colors. And, and I just, I actually couldn't believe um, that I was watching it unfold. And I was like, wow. So it's, it's still there. It's still real. And uh, now I've got proof. I saw it with my own eyes. And this is really, like you said, it was a circus. It was so disorganized that um, I, I, uh, it makes sense why nothing gets done and nobody stands up for, uh, like, you know, mm-hmm. we the people, the regular, the regular people that are uh, the, the voters. So uh, it's, uh, my advice to everyone is, Literally, uh, you you got to get involved. You have to to show up. It, it, it's it's nothing to become a precinct committee. It's very easy. Um, and even if you're not, then you need to get involved with the people that are. And you need to go to the school board mm-hmm. meetings. You, you got to get involved with groups like Kim's Arizona Women of Action. And even if it's if, even if you can't do anything but like call a friend or text or forward a post, I don't care. You got to do something because that's the only way that we're going to come about literally what we just saw this weekend, which is the reason why that we have all these problems. So I, I know that we were going to try to yeah. shove in a lot more stuff, Kim, but uh, I just kind of wanted people to hear how it's yeah. what's really what goes on. And, and then uh, because, like, oh, that's not Arizona's red, uh, red, define red. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the people yeah. in charge are not your friends, people. They're really not. I don't care if they yell the name Patriot. I saw people on the stage yelling, hey, patriots, and then I had two people on side of me going, oh, you want to hear how patriotic they are not? And they're giving me stories. I'm like, oh, my God, that's like a big-ass rhino. You know what I mean? So, You know what, though? Can I just share some good news that I learned on this whole thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, why don't I you think... shed, shed some happiness on this, <laughs> Kim, before I yes. make everyone <laughs> go, go out of their minds? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, you know, what I took away is the good news is it's so clear how inept and, and um, dysfunctional this process is. 
and that there's so many people who've been there, who've created this mess, that mm-hmm. it just takes, you know, a few, just at least people who are doing, paying attention and have a sense of, of responsibility and just basic common sense to stand up and become PCs, and we can turn this thing around. It's really mm-hmm. not that hard. It's just that we, we took our eye off the ball, and the people who actually are functional and rational people who are not just trying to be ideologues but are really paying attention to the issues, you know, we've just kind of expected other people were doing, doing their jobs, and they haven't been. And so now we see what's happened, but we are turning it around. So all you have to do is sign up to become a PC or even just look into it and ask one friend to come with you. It's much more fun when you have someone, you know, who could come with you in your neighborhood or something. And you could just go to maricopagop.org and you can learn how to become a PC. Pretty soon they're going to have their election. So the, if you become an, especially if you are currently an appointed PC, which many of us are like me, just mm-hmm. finding out about this. And I signed up last year. We've got to get elected. To be PCs, that's where we can make um, voting decisions on who, what candidates we approve, and things like that. So that's really important. That's the next step that has to take place. So people, people can find out if they follow our emails as well. We try to share all of this information, and it's azwomenofaction.com, um, and they can click to sign up for our emails. So just wanted to let people know it's not all lost. Um, get involved and you'll be amazed how much we can do. So, and, yeah. and I really hope people will come to our new, our summit coming up the end of this month on January 27th. We have our, um, our new summit and it is going to be exciting. It's, um, we've got our head, our main speaker is Sheriff Mark Lamb. So we're going to talk about, hmm. um, you know, what's coming up and yeah, it's, it's going to be fantastic. So, you know, yeah. So yeah, Sheriff Mark Lamb, have... he's, Lamb's one of the good guys. We have interviewed him before. I saw him at the uh, Turning Point event, and uh, uh, I got a chance to get a picture of him, even though I've had him on the show and met him a couple times. But I tell you, Kim, he's a good-looking man. He's like, whoa, that's a sheriff. <laughs> that's a, that's a nice-looking sheriff. <laughs> I want to commit a crime. <laughs> uh, oh, isn't that funny? It's so true. People just love him. So, um, yeah, and he's, he's hot. What are you going to do? Has, it's okay. You can say that. Yeah. It's not a big deal. It's <laughs> awesome. But it's called, our, so our summit's called Arizona Awake, Reviving the Pulse of Freedom. And um, so we'll have Mark Lamb talking, and we'll have um, Irene Pye with, um, she's the one who's talking about uh, medical freedom and how your your story can share and start opening people's minds about the whole the whole medical freedom uh, vaccine mandate kind of stuff. And then we have a couple of moms in, in the Peoria area who started their own group and they got involved and find out what you could do to really to turn your school boards around. So it's going to be fun. Yeah, it doesn't take much. It doesn't take much, people. You've just got to get involved. So check out the summit. We're going to add it to our live events page. And then, of course, Kim's organization's information and, and the episodes that we've done with her, especially the, the big brophy one that we did, is on our must follow and join page. Right. So then that way you have the list of the groups in your area and um, there's a, you just click on the banner, you listen to the episode, then you can it'll click on the, uh, the her banner and it'll go directly to our website. So you can go always check there as all the, the must follow and join. And uh, yeah, so if you're like, what was the name of that group? But I remember with Kim. Yeah, just check out the must follow and join on the website and go to everythinghomeaboutus.com and you'll find all of those people 
that we support that are uh, great partners, platinum partners of ours. All right, Kim, I will, uh, I will let you go and um, uh, send me the information, tag me in the social media posts and I'll add it to the virtual or the live events page. Um, and then uh, we'll, we'll push it out there and we'll get some people showing up. Perfect. I will. Thank you for everything you're doing as well, Michelle. You are just so awesome t- taking on all of these issues. <laughs> Thank oh, you. And, and you're and you're welcome. It's fun. It's fun. Like I said, I, I like to. I, I, had, I had so much fun making fun of all the people that were wearing masks at the the meeting. That the one guy he had it on. Do you remember the one guy that was always going down to talk? Right. He was always he was on the right side of a certain things and the wrong side of others. And sometimes he'd walk down and he'd have no mask on, and then he'd put it on on his way down, and then he would take it off and put it on his chin when he was down there. So each time it was a different way that he did the mask. And I'm like, wow, this is the, the, he's lost his mind. So my one. I went friend next to me. She goes, hey, look at that guy. And I was like, oh, God, oh, my God, these people with the mask. She goes, he must have hurt his chin. And I, and I, it didn't click right away. So what do you mean? She goes, well, he's got a sling on it. <laughs> oh, my God, it's so funny. Oh, so, yeah, it was, it was so much comedy right in front of you. It's like you didn't even need to write any material. You just had to look around at some of it. And then, yeah. of course, the people would walk by, and I'd be like, mask, and I'd yell at them. <laughs> I had a good time. I had a good time. But anyway, all right, Kim. <laughs> oh, my God. Thanks so much, all my right. friend. You're a good Thank sport, you. too. All right. I will, uh, uh, I'll, t- I'll talk to you before next month. But, uh, and I want to check. I got to go to this summit. So we'll figure it out. I'll, I'll give you, you a call and we'll chat. Yeah, okay, perfect. All right. I'll call Bye. you. We'll, 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 we'll make some magic. I'll give you a call. All right. I got to go, everybody. It's 1244. We are behind behind this schedule. All right. We've got another new partner. I told you the part. This is a show full of partners and patriots. Um, but I knew that was going to go along with Kim. Can you, you notice the ones that have been on the show quite a few times that I'm friends with, especially if it's something that happened recently, I would kind of linger a little, linger a little. But anyway, go over to everythinghomeaboutus.com, everythinghomeaboutus.com. Join the newsletter, join us on social media, join the Save My Freedom movement, join all the groups and organizations that are applicable to what you want to get done, especially if we were talking precinct committee man. Dan Schultz from the Precinct uh, Strategy, precinctstrategy.com. He sat behind me and we, and he's been on the show a couple of times. It was awesome. He's actually on the war room this morning and um, we were talking, he's going to come back on. We're going to go in and, and, and bring them into the mix more so because he's also working with Steve Stern, who's our friend who's been on the show numerous times too, and the flagship company. So we're all going to work together to really get some of these uh, PCs recruiting. But if you go on the website, everythinghomeaboutus.com and you'll see once you're in that take action tab, um, any of the stuff that has to do with how to become a precinct committee man, whether it's here in Arizona, Maricopa County, or anywhere else in the country, it gets you over to uh, Dan Schultz's website, theprecinctstrategy.com. So we're all connected. We're all connected, people. Anyway, all right, let's do this. I gotta, I gotta go. It's 12:45. My uh, next guest, new partner. Oh, thank, thank, thank the late. She's been patient, so I appreciate that. All right, so my new partner, Janet Chashworth. She is the color whisperer and interior designer who assists women going through life transitions like death, empty nesting, and divorce to rediscover beauty, reinvent their homes, and transform their lives. Audience, big round of applause for our new partner, Janet. (laughs) Janet, thank you for your patience. I got all fired up when you start talking about PCs and rhinos here in Maricopian County. So thank you. (laughs) It's okay. Uh, well, welcome, welcome to our patriotic purpose and resource platform. Thank you for uh, reaching out. And when I saw uh, what you were all about, I was like, "Yeah, 
she's right up my alley. This is what I tell people. You know, your, your home is a reflection of who you are. It tells your story. When life changes, your home needs to change to reflect with the new you, which is part of what our whole platform is about, right? We, we get to, which, you know, you've got your house structure, stuff that goes on inside, the people that are inside, what goes inside of you, you know, it's all connected. So tell us a little bit about you and then let's get some nitty gritty for, for the peeps listening so we can get 2022 20, off to the, the uh, correct direction. Awesome. So I've been doing design work for about 25 years. And when I first found out about the psychology of color and how much color affects us, and then I also use another technique. It's basically a wardrobing technique that gets into your true energy. So it's not just like what color your hair, your eyes. It really gets into your true energy. But I use that in the home because you know how you feel in your, your favorite outfit? What if your home can make you feel like that? Every day, your home is not just a place to keep you warm and dry. It's to there. It's there to nurture you, and really help you feel better. And I think after the last two years, we all have really got to see what's not working in our home. And if your home's not working for you, you're. It's made the last couple of years really hard. But making the home work for you can it can inspire you. I had I called one client about two months into COVID, and I said, hey, how you doing? You know, she lives by herself. She's like, I'm in my home, Jeanette. I'm happy. I don't care what's going on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel the same way because uh, I'm here all the time. Uh, so when COVID happened, if someone didn't tell me COVID was happening, I wouldn't have known. My life did not change one bit, right? So it was just like the same thing, and I was happy I'm home all the time. I work from home, and most of the stuff I do from home. So uh, I, I totally get that, but that's why it's so important to make sure that your home environment uh, is as, well, should we use it, comfortable or as uh, accommodating yeah. as possible with, within means, right? We don't expect everyone to go out and spend, you know, tons of money on remodeling and, and all this, you know, like redoing paints and all kinds of interior stuff. But what are some simple things that somebody can do or I can do once the show is finished that I can make some changes uh, or at least think about a small, small little baby projects, right? We don't want to take on anything too long. Um, in order to make a big difference where we just go, oh, my God, I, that's a big difference. or that's, Whoa, what do you think? So one of the big things I see that people don't do well is space planning. And it's really mm. about moving your furniture. Like try different things. Um, a lot of people oh. get stuck in, in they, maybe they've got the uh, couch that's too big or, or something. Move your accessories around. Right? I mean, move your pictures around and declutter declutter so there is a famous actress i think and she says well when you get out the door you get take one thing off and you know things come in for birthdays christmas you know all kinds of stuff and you just kind of put them up on the shelf and you don't realize it because it's happening a little bit by a little bit and if you go outside your house and come in like you're a stranger you're going to see that you've got more clutter than you realize and if you just get rid of that and you can blame me. If Great Aunt Sue gave you that and you don't like it, just blame me. I give you permission. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't need no strangers coming in here because they'd be like, Michelle, the only thing you're missing is a bunch of cats. <laughs> yeah, I I like I don't like to I don't like to get rid of things. So I understand what you're coming from, but it does make sense if you give you because you're giving it some space, right? Let's just say that let's just say yeah. you you don't want to get rid of the things. But let's just say that you maybe put them in, in a box, right? Like you move them out of an area and you put them in the box and you almost get to the point where you go, 
ah, I can breathe. Like there's some room in here, right? Or I'm not moving, you know, you're not stepping on something. So maybe just try that. Like instead of totally getting rid of it, just put it in a box. Change your accessories around. These are your summer accessories. These are your autumn accessories. You know, you can even have different pictures. You know, we take, we do this for Christmas and different holidays. You can do the same thing with stuff in your house. I collect teapots. I love teapots. And so I have more teapots than I can put out. So I just change them every month or so. And it's it's a constant, it adds some change, it makes it different, and I get to enjoy all of them in a way that if I put them all out, I wouldn't be able to see any of them. Yeah, true, because it would uh, it would just be like teapot fest. So let's, let's do this, I got about two minutes or so. Uh, a lot of people working from home. What yes. are some great tips for the office? optimization what for what would you think what can we do something quickly to make the a big, nice drastic change the big thing with offices is you got to make sure you shut the door on the office it's a mental thing as much as it's oh. a physical thing so if that means turning the computer turning the laptop off putting it down and i'm going to put it in a drawer then you got to do that um, if there's a door in your office, shut it at you know five or six o'clock whenever you stop, and don't mm. open it again till the next morning. I think that's the hardest thing for me when I started working from home was making turning it from office into home. And sometimes you just got to go walk around the block, you know, go do something else, go to the grocery store, mm. you know. But just walking around the block can help make that transition, especially if you're used to going back and forth to work. And, you know, it's organization. It's it's really about keeping what's the office space, the office space. And some people have had to turn their dining room table into an office. And that's okay. But you need to still make a delineation when the day's over that this is this is done. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, you, that's great advice. Maybe I, if I listened to maybe a smidgen of it, it would be it would be helpful for me because I could tell you Saturday was the first time in about two years that I didn't sit at my desk. Uh, yeah. So don't be a me, right? You know, it's like the, the, the remember back in a Pee Wee Herman's Playhouse back in the 80s, they said, don't be a Mr. Bungle. Like, <laughs> remember, don't be a Mr. Bungle. Don't go ahead. Don't cut in line. Don't uh, pull the girl's hair. Don't be a Michelle. Make sure you shut your office door and uh, walk away from it. Go go for a uh, you know, little walk around the block. Um, give your website information, Jeanette, and anything sure. else you want to plug real quick, would you? Sure. So my website is www.thecolorwhisperer.com. You need the the in there. And I have a special program I'm putting out there right now. It's a 90-day program to help you discover what your personal style is, your personal blueprint, and help make all your design decisions easy. And that's on the website. Very easy to find. That's correct? on the website. Discover it's discover your personal design blueprint. Yes. Oh, and that is home. virtual, so I can help. Home, home and health. Yes. Home health, personal. It's all wrapped into one and virtual. You said right. Absolutely. Yes. It doesn't matter where yes. you are. If you need help, that's where you go. So it doesn't. You don't have to be. In, there's no much. There's no such thing as in person anymore. It's. Everything's virtual, people. You know what the good thing about that? The only good thing about that is that it's eliminated any possible excuse that you can come up with anymore. So now it's just you and the mirror and God. And other than that, you just go, I got no one else to blame. I got no one else to talk to. So, yeah, sorry, guys. The gig is up, right, Jeanette? The gig is up. 
Absolutely. Yeah, we all have choices. So it's just a matter of where we're allocating our time, our efforts, and our choices. All right, Jeanette, thank you so much. We will uh, talk to you next month, get some more tips on how to uh, awesome. you know, reposition our world. So thank you, my, my new friend, and welcome to the Everything Home Patriotic Purpose Driven Resource Platform. All right, everybody, it's 12.54. Michelle, it's over. It is over. Um, but I just wanted to remind everybody that we have some upcoming events. There's a whole bunch, right? And I don't have them all on the website yet. But I've been slacking on updating the events page just because since we're getting the new website, it was like how much, you know, how much things are going to be doing when it's going to have to be redone anyway. But yeah, we're going to have Clay Clark on here shortly, and we're going to be talking about the Reawaken Tour the Reawaken America tour with all the headliners. A lot of those people have been on our show and the ones that haven't been on the show yet, um, they're going to be coming on. Okay. So you're going to be able to get them here, right? Everything home talk radio show. And we're going to be down there at the event. It's this Friday and Saturday, the 14th and 15th down at dream city church. And we'll, uh, we'll find out how many tickets are left. Usually they have a waiting list because you know, people get in the code, they get in sick. So then that way you can go ahead and, um, Get some of those tickets. I know they have some available. We'll find out in a little bit. And if you use promo code HOME, H-O-M-E, you get 10% off. Clay will tell you all about it here shortly. And we're going to have a media booth down there. So we'll be down there interviewing people. I'm also going to be at the TV table since my new show on TV starts January 21st from 5 to 6 p.m. Mountain Time. That is in prime time, boys and girls. So, yeah, it's going to be an amazing show. We're going to have some incredible guests. We're working on the lineup. And it's going to be uh, similar to our Soapbox platform where we're having longer form interviews. I'm seeing how many guests are going to let me come on, right? Because you know me, I, I like to have, uh, I don't know, seven, eight, nine, ten people. <laughs> Just jamming it in there. Lots of info, lots of people, lots of commenting, lots of all incredible quality content to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your communities. Because if you've got your attention, I just want to load it up. So that's why you can just get all this stuff right there. But um, I don't know how many there, there, well, we're working on it. They said two. I'm trying to get three, maybe four. So we'll see. But um, anyway, go check that out. I'm putting it on the everythinghomeaboutus.com menu. So you can pick and choose on there. But yes, if you want to just watch it, writeon.tv, we'll be live streaming it. And then we're going to be doing uh, live interviews from down there and then recording the interviews and having a great grand old time. And it's a really hardcore lineup. I mean, there's some heavy hitters that weren't on the tour before. Eric Trump's going to be there. Dr. Judy Mikevitz is going to be there. So I can't wait to meet her. Um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of peeps that uh, I haven't, didn't meet in Tulsa and then haven't been on it for a while because now we're over on the West coast side. So they're going to be making some amazing appearances. And yeah, it is, it is the, I think it's the strongest lineup they've had. So yes, this will be fun. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. All right. So let me bring on my next partner. He is a newbie. He is a new partner, Robert Altamar. He is a military veteran, which we love our best. So thank you for your service. Who launched a new app, Breathe Easy, that allows its users to fight back against tyrannical mandates and help you find patriotic businesses who respect your liberty and freedom. It's time we boycott rather than boycott and stop giving money to the COVID slaves. Audience, big round of applause. Robert, thank you for your patience. We are running over. There's too much patriotic energy in this segment and in this show today. So thank you for your patience. How are you today? Michelle, hey, how are you? I gotta say, what great, what great guests you've got. I, I was actually sitting here listening, learning so much. Um, I can't wait to actually reach out to a couple of those folks. 
Oh, yeah, please do. It's highly encouraged. I mean, that's what this whole platform and this show is about, of bringing together like-minded people, whether small business owners or entrepreneurs or organizations, nonprofit groups, purpose-driven people, the ones that just want to show up, they want to work together, they want to buy and sell each other products and services, like, you know, utilizing your app, reach. I want, the, I want the audience to reach out to the guests, and I want the guests to reach out to the other guests, because that's how we come together, right? How do we learn about all these different things in these different groups if we don't have a landing spot? Like, this is now where the cool kids are, right? There's no math. Here, there's no COVID slaves, there's no tyrannical, yeah. you know, there's no trans people, you know, nothing wrong with the trans, but I'm just saying, <laughs> we don't have any of these crazy ass issues that uh, the, the, these other people, these insane people that really want to turn our country and are our, our purposely and successfully turning our country upside down, they're not here. So, yeah. how refreshing. Oh, like, hello. No, I, I loved it. I, I, I was really enjoying the enjoying listening. Well, thank you very much. This is literally, it's like this every show. So you can just go ahead and, <laughs> and, and catch up, right? There's 281 episodes. This is and number 281. So just pick another episode and you're going to get the same type of quality content, but you're just going to get all kinds oh. of different people and topics, information. But anyway, um, so thank you for the compliments. It's, uh, yeah, it's like herding cats, but I love it. It's, it's, a, it's a fun herding of the cats <laughs> and bringing the cats together here so we can all meow and, uh, you know chase the rhinos so anyway tell us a little bit real quick about you and then the app and then uh um i want people to start to, you know downloading if we're ready to do that so tell us yeah. about the app what's going on yeah so right yeah so uh, again you know my name is rob altamere i uh, spent about 20 plus years with dod working in all different sorts of uh, things to do but i moved over to the private sector maybe about 10 years ago or so uh, and just like with everybody else, I, I was experiencing the lockdown right there with everybody. You know, I, I saw, I, I even took it seriously in the early days. Oh, you know, there's something going around. I better, you know, start washing my fruit and stuff, you know, I, you know, no big deal. But I, 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 I think I threw the, uh, threw the flag on the field when they started asking us to wear masks. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, you know, how is that going to work? Right. Uh, you know, I, I couldn't imagine. I thought maybe at the at the beginning it was just knee jerk, but then they were really kind of being adamant about it. And remember, I was you might not have known this. I, I was living up in Portland, Oregon at the time, so that's Antifa Central, and mm-hmm. they there's there's not a government regulation that they haven't invented that they didn't love, right? So it was it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. But of course, the line in the sand for me was you know drinking that Kool Aid in, in every sense of the word, right? And uh, so I refused to wear a mask. That was my line in the sand. And, uh, of course, right, well, you know, you've you, you got you to gotta stand somewhere. And uh, when I, because I refused wearing, mat, wearing a mask, you know, I would go into these businesses without the mask on, walk right past the signs, oh, mask required, mask required. I'd walk right past the signs and uh, basically wait and see if anybody hassled me or not. And remember, this is, again, this is Portland, so I got thrown out of quite a few businesses, and uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm not ashamed to say. But, again, you know, I, I came at it from a, from a perspective of, like, walking onto a used car lot. You have to be willing to walk away, right? If, yeah. if you hate, me so, hate my money so much, then I'll just go find someplace else to spend my money. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of at that point, after I moved down to the free state of Florida, uh, I was new in town, and this is about a year or so ago, and uh, there, was, there was still a little bit of mask requirements, you know, in pockets around Florida when I moved here. 
And I just didn't know the lay of the land because up in Portland, I had put together a list of businesses that I had tested. I had walked in and nobody hassled me. And, and so during the, all that lockdown, I knew where I could go and be freer than the next guy, right, and, and walk around. And I can, I can rightly say, truthfully say, that I wore a mask only in the first couple of days, right, before I kind of realized, hey, wait a minute, what's got, what the heck is this about, and, and just stopped but in Florida, when I moved down to Florida in those uh, yeah, late last year, late, gosh, when was it, 2019 now? Gosh. Anyway, uh, uh, there were still pockets of people requiring masks, and I didn't have that list of businesses where I knew I would not be hassled. And that was kind of where the idea for Breathe Easy came up right, is that mm-hmm. these businesses, the ones that would not hassle you, uh, they can't advertise that, right, no matter where you are, whether you're in Los Angeles or, you know, Miami, Florida. They can't advertise that we're going to not follow the rules. You had to know, and the only way you knew was by the testing. You know, you walk in and wait and see if anybody hassled you. So uh, I likened it kind of like a speakeasy right, where you don't know that a speakeasy is there, but you kind of had to, you had to know ahead of time through some whisper network and code words that you could go get a drink of whiskey in, a, in an illegal bar, right? And so that's where the name Breathe Easy came up. It's because you just kind of had to know ahead of time that this business was a patriot business and refused to comply with these, with these illegal mandates. So what Breathe Easy does, Breathe Easy is an app. I've been working on it for the last year, honestly, since easily February, March of this year. And we are literally weeks away from launch, uh, maybe less than two weeks away. And what Breathe Easy is, is it basically is an app that allows the user, it's free to use, it allows the user to vote on a business up or down on whether they respect your rights as an individual or not. And, And we're talking about vaccine passports or wearing a mask or any of those screaming at you because you're, you know, not wearing a mask and all that. So what happens is if you find a business that doesn't hassle you, then you can vote that business up and congratulations, right? Uh, However, if you find a business, you walk into that business without a mask and they start hassling you or God forbid you're in Applebee's and they call the cops on you in New Jersey. I don't know if you heard about that. But, oh uh, yeah, and I, I'm from Jersey, so I got that. But hey, hey, um, hey, Robert, I, I've got to bring on Brandon because we're we're switching around our soapbox guest. So I apologize, but um, here's let's do this. You're gonna come back on as soon as the app is done, uh, right? Because uh, I want to make sure that we yeah. can plug it and make sure people are are uh, they get ready for it. So give the website real quick, and then I got a bump. I got to bring on right. Brandon because he's limited. I mean, he hosts like ten shows a day, so. I, <laughs> I got I can't leave them sitting in the queue. So right. give your website real quick, okay? No, 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 not a problem. So right, it's breatheeasy.org. That's www.breatheeasy, B-R-E-A-T-H-E-Z.org. Please go there, sign up, subscribe to the blog, and uh, and you'll get updates, and you'll get maybe weekly or biweekly updates on status of the apps and stuff. Great. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right, so just book for books. You and I will talk, but don't worry about that. All right. Thank you so much, Robert. I appreciate it. I'm excited to get this thing out there to the people. All right, everybody. So here's what's going to happen. We're going to have to, we're moving around the schedule because this, the guy that I'm bringing on, which I, he doesn't need an intro, but I'm going to give him one anyway because he deserves it. Um, we're going to move around Michelle's Patriotic Soapbox because he is calling now to um, Brandon House. I'm going to give him his intro because 
it, like I said, he deserves it. Brandon House, he's the president of WVW Broadcast Network, host of Worldview Radio, Brandon House Live and World Report. He's an author, speaker, documentary producer, and partners with Mike Lindell on Lindell TV, as in co-founders, boys and girls. Brandon is the OG, OG as an uh, original gangster of no-holds-barred journalism because he's been talking about non-politically correct and censored topics since the 90s. I somehow found him on Twitter in the summer of 2019 and said, this guy needs to be a household name since he's literally one of the smartest truth bombers you'll ever hear. And he's a loud and proud Christian, which is, oh my God, a novel concept. And I swear that I have learned more about history from Brandon and his shows than in all of my years at school. Audience, a big round of applause for this freedom and faith fighting, no teleprompting, truth-telling, country-loving, America-first, news ninja, and journalistic genius. Brandon, how wow. it is an honor to have you on. Well, thank you. Thank you. Who could live up to that introduction? Wow. You. You actually could. That's why I gave it to you. <laughs> You're very kind. Good. Thank you. Great to be with yeah, you. Yeah, I, I, you're welcome, and Dane, welcome, 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 my friend. It's really you. You have set my entire path on a whole different course when I started paying attention. And um, I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, I happened to tune into one of the talk radio shows, and I think it was literally summer of 2019 when "quote unquote" things were normal, right? We'll use that word loosely. And somebody had called in about the, uh, what is it, the Congregation of States, something along, of, or the Constitution oh, of States, where they want to change the Constitution, yeah. right? Whatever mm-hmm. that scam con, is. Con. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. con, con. It's telling you right there. It's a con, right? And yeah. uh, I, I didn't know anything about it. And then you started just, you just went to town, and it was literally like uh, you had a whole segment prepared. And it wasn't. This caller just happened to call in. It was totally out of the blue. And I went, I had no idea. I mean, who is this man? Who is this man and how do I become his friend? And now it took a little time, but here you are. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, a con-con is not a good idea. They can dress it yeah. up, call it an Article 5 convention. You know, Sean Hannity and a whole host of guys, Mark Levin, are in favor mm-hmm. of it. But we don't need an Article 5 convention. They think they can limit it. <clears throat> but when you know that George Soros is calling for a con-con or an Article 5 convention, and Mark Levin and Sean Hannity are also calling for one, that's a problem. Plus, we're not, we're not honoring the Constitution we have now. You really think we're going to honor one that we open up and add amendments to? And do we really think there are men as smart as our founding fathers around today? No. And you really think that once it's opened, <clears throat> people couldn't be blackmailed or bought off or intimidated? Uh, no. I mean, look at Ted Cruz. I mean, although mm-hmm. I told everybody about Ted Cruz in my book in 2015 – I wrote a book in 2015, and I warned that Ted Cruz was a deep state globalist. His wife, Heidi, is with the Council on Foreign Relations. She worked with the George, H, or George W. Bush administration for the creation of the North American Union between Canada, America, and Mexico. Um, she's with the big, some of the big banksters, uh, bank, banking groups, and I warned about her, and I warned about Ted. Ted was pushing the Trans-Pacific Partnership, the TPP, who would basically merge America into a North American and European Union model of the globalist, and there was Ted Cruz pushing it. And after he managed to get all the votes together for it, then when his vote wasn't needed, he was able to vote against it, preserving his voting record while he did all the heavy lifting for it. And I warned everybody then, Ted Cruz is a moron. He can't trust him. And the fact (laughs) he's running around with Glenn Beck further tells you he's a moron because Glenn Beck is a moron. 
um, Glenn Beck, you know, thinks that Muslims and Christians worship the same God and Jews. No, we don't. Let's not forget about his stupid little rally he had in 2010 looking to one God, and he puts Muslims and Christians and Jews up there on the platform in front of the Lincoln Memorial to lock arms. Well, I'm sorry. Christians and Jews and Muslims don't worship the same God. Even the Muslims know that. But they'll tell you they do because it's called Takiya. They can lie to you. And so this is the same Glenn Beck that was rubbing his face in Cheetos trying to mock President Trump. So um, if you're running around with Ted Cruz and you're running around with Glenn Beck, you're probably a moron. Well, and, you know, that's the amazing thing about what you've been talking about for so long. This is not something you just came up with a year or two ago, Brandon, because you wanted to jump on the train of the, you know, America first, or all of a sudden, you know, these are establishment versus patriot. Literally, you've been talking about this since the 90s. You've written books. You've done documentaries. You've hosted conferences. And the people that you're bringing in aren't somebody who just started a show last week or they're like, again, they're not no. just jumping on a momentum of the movement. These are credible journalists no. who actually are like more historians where they can, you can go back and you can understand where things are come from. It's not really an opinion. It's almost like you're looking at facts. It's a, it's a huge difference in the way to deliver the news. And I'm so glad that you are now doing the worldview report, right? The, or the, the report at night where it's, it's yeah. Finally, yeah. you're getting real news in a 30-minute segment. Yeah, it's a straight Peter Jennings-style news. I grew up watching guys like Frank Reynolds, Peter Jennings, Ted Koppel. Uh, I knew what their politics were, but I respected them as far as guys that could just deliver the news. Uh, and that's a totally different day than now, of course. And so I wanted to create a news show that was just really in that vein of a Frank Reynolds uh, Peter Jennings type newscast, uh, but mostly censored news. The th- things that are being censored, I wanted to present it to the audience and uncensor it. So if they go to our website, frankspeech.com, or to my website, WVWTV, as in Worldview Weekend, WVWTV.com, they'll see every day we post that 30 minute news show. That takes seven people, 18 man hours mm-hmm. a day, seven people, 18 man hours a day to produce one 30 minute newscast because the graphics and B roll footage and everything is so intense. It's very, very professional. But I appreciate what you said because I have written 14 books. My first book came out in 1993, <clears throat> my second book came out in 1995. If you go back and you read my books, I did predict most of what we're seeing today, not because I'm so smart, but because I study trends, and I study the globalists, and I study their papers and their speeches and their conferences, and they tell you what they're going to do. And in my book in 1995, Reclaiming a Nation at Risk, I predicted social credit scores coming to America. I wrote about Mm -hmm. it extensively. I used China as the backdrop that as a child has a dangan opened on them in China, so they're going to do this in America. Your hiring, firing, job promotions, ability to travel could be based on review of your social credit scores. And I said this will be for everyone. Um, You will have to take politically correct courses or you will not get your professional license renewed. If you're a nurse, a doctor, if you work with Freon as an AC uh, guy, if you are an electrician, any professional license you hold, you will have to go through politically correct cultural Marxist training to get said professional license renewed. Now, I predicted that, and people said, oh, that will never happen. They will never let that happen. I don't know who the proverbial they is. Everybody always keeps waiting for they (laughs) to stop it. But it it did happen, and it has happened. And as I traveled the country after writing that book, I would say, how many of you in this room have a professional license? And hands would go up all over the room, right? How many of you have had to go through 
politically correct cultural Marxist diversity training to get your professional license renewed, continuing education. There was total political correctness near you couldn't get your license renewed. LGBTQ, the whole nine yards, you know, everybody's hands would go up. So I predicted that. I also predicted in my book in 1993 and in 1995, tracking you through vaccinations, using vaccines to track mm-hmm. you. And in 1995, I actually asked, what if the government turns out they're against the American people? What is going to stop them from using a vaccination to eliminate those they disagree with? Now, you go get my book, 1995, probably for a dollar on Amazon, Reclaiming a Nation at Risk. You will see that I actually said that. Using vaccinations as a way to track everybody and then using vaccines as a way for the government to eliminate those they disagree with. And yet now what are we, what are we watching? We're watching Americans die in unprecedented numbers, even to the point that insurance company out of Indiana is like, wait a minute, uh, we've got a problem. The death rate is skyrocketing, with the, and the insurance companies are looking at these numbers going, what's happening? Of course, the media is not going to tell you that the, these are people dying with a shot. You've got the fools mm-hmm. at the Supreme Court sitting there saying we've got 100,000 kids on ventilators. That's a complete lie. You've got the fools on the Supreme Court declaring that this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. That's a complete lie. Um, people have lost their ever-living minds, and they're not thinking anymore. We've lost reason, logic, and context. But I also warned in my book in 1995 that America was going to merge corporate fascism. You will go to corporate fascism, big government and big business merging. What do we see today? Big government, big business has merged corporate fascism. Now, when I predicted that in 1995 in my book, people, again, thought that was over the top. I've spent years with people saying, that's extreme, House is extreme, he's over the top, it's conspiracy theory. The stuff that I predicted has not only come to pass, I didn't even tell them what I really knew was coming because most people couldn't even handle what was obvious. Which is unbelievable. It's like you're uh, – you know, it's not your fortune teller, right? You just said you, you watch the trends. You study the trends. You take yeah. history, and you can see what the direction of things are going. And it, it's interesting because as you were saying these certain things, um, when you guys were doing the, uh, the marathon, the Frank Speech Marathon not, last year, I was taking notes. I mean, I literally have probably, I don't know, 30 or 40 pages of notes in there. And it, it, it says, Brandon House notes, corporate fascism. It talks about fascism, Marxism. And it, and it goes, goes through and through. And I reference this on the show all the time. And I encourage people, if you want to talk about kind of the situation we're in, a really good documentary that he did. And the first hour is, is I believe it's free. I have it listed. The link is on our website. It goes directly to his, his website. It's brainwashed. And that kind of gives you a little dose of why, why people are so indoctrinated, even though you know, it's, we've been doing this and they've been conditioning us for decades of how people are still just believing the mainstream news and what they're being told by these uh, quote unquote doctors, as opposed to what you're going to hear with Brandon and, and his worldview report and his, his, tele, his TV show and his um, radio show. Do you want to mention or talk a little bit about the, the documentary Brainwash? Because I think that really yeah, helps so people glad. understand insanity i'm so glad so glad you brought that up it's the it's part one i'm going to be releasing part two this year but part one and 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 it's two hours the first part and all two hours you can watch for free you know i generally make my living producing documentaries and other things but i decided this was too important so i just released it to the public and they can go to brainwashthemovie.com brainwashthemovie.com to see it and you know you're hearing dr malone rightfully say that we have group psychosis now group psychosis and uh, dr malone dr mccullough all these people are talking about group group brainwashing mass psychosis and 
I'm glad they're talking about it, but I produced a documentary that I completed in October of 2020. October 2020, I completed the documentary and put it to bed. I did not release it until February 2021 because there was too much noise with the fall election of 2020, Mm -hmm. and I didn't want to release it during all that noise. So I waited and I released it in February of 2021, but I want to make it very clear. I completed the documentary in October of 2020 and put it to bed. It was done. Part one, two hours. You watch all of it at brainwashedthemovie.com. Well, here we are now in January 2022, and what are so many people talking about? Mass psychosis. Well, I predicted that was coming. Like so many trends, I told you what was coming, and now it's here, and now it's mainstream. But if you would have watched it when it came out, most people would say, eh, that's a little extreme. No, now people are talking about it as though it's just perfectly normal. That's the problem with what we do. When we tell people what's coming and what the trend is, their initial reaction is they can't handle the truth. It takes several months, sometimes several years, before they are willing to accept what we already told them was coming. And this group psychosis is planned. And their group in the 1940s, heavily involved in this, was known as the Tavistock Institute, the Tavistock Institute out of Great Britain. And they openly studied people that would go, had gone to war, and particularly prisoners of war, who are put into such incredible anxiety and stress. And as they studied the man who had been a POW and in war, they looked at how could we put the average citizen through that mental condition. And what they found is that during a time of great crisis and anxiety and fear, people were more subject to accepting something they otherwise would never accept. And so they began to look at how they could use the news and the media and give out information that was so scary with very little context or reason or logic, and then put out contradicting information. So the constant bombarding people with scary news and information with no context, no hope, then contradictory information, so you don't know who to believe, you don't know what to believe, because it's also contradictory, even coming from the morons at the Supreme Court who tell you 100,000 kids on ventilators, and that's not true. So you find out you can't, you don't know what to believe. You don't know who to believe. You don't know what to believe. And all you know is you're scared to death. And you literally throw up your arms and you follow the herd, a herd mentality, a group psychosis. I predicted that in my documentary, Brainwashed, at brainwashedthemovie.com, put out by a group known as the Tavistock Institute that particularly studied behavioral sciences. Everything that is happening to us under COVID, masks, COVID shots, boosters, is a massive behavioral program, behavioral sciences program for brainwashing. And as I quote in the documentary, and you see him, Yuri Bezmenov, former, former KGB officer Yuri Bezmenov in 1984, who, by the way, was an expert on propaganda, said, at some point people are so brainwashed, you could take them to the gulags and show them, and they would not believe. And that's where Dr. Malone is now saying, no matter what you do, There's a percentage of the population that will no longer believe the truth, and that's where we're at today. But I told people that was coming through this psychological process in my documentary at brainwashedthemovie.com that they can watch for free. Well, but Brandon, you know you got to keep.
keep things in perspective here with these people. You've been talking about it on all of your shows. I've been talking about it, and people that come on your shows and my shows have been talking about what is in the non-vaccine bioweapon, what it's going to do to you. The information is on the websites from all the government agencies and the pharmaceutical companies, uh, but yet everybody just was so excited to get it. And now all of a sudden we're starting to see that we're starting to see people have the injuries. They're starting to drop dead literally. And then of course, you know, all of these numbers and you, you, you great point about the Indiana life insurance company, it's all coming to pass. So it's like, we, we're even showing it uh, right there for the past year. And it's like falling on deaf ears. And now we don't want to say, I told you so, but you, you're not paying attention guys. So it's almost like, in the situation that you're in, right, and and the and the people that are on our all on our team, almost like what do we do? I mean, obviously we got to keep doing it. We got to keep sending, the, keep sharing the information, keep delivering the truth. I mean, you might have to do a 45 or an hour segment for your news because it's, there's so much coming at everybody. Um, but what do you what do you encourage the people that are listening, or the ones that are kind of on the fence, or the ones that are that that have the family members or the friends or the contacts that are still kind of, you know, believing in the non-vaccine bioweapon and are looking forward to getting their booster. There might be some hope for them. What can we do as the American people in order to try to turn this ship around where, um, cause we don't have a lot of time left because we know that they're going to play the next card here and it's just going to get, it's going to get more tyrannical. It's going to get worse. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why what you're doing is so important because the antidote to the lie is the truth. The kryptonite to the propaganda is the truth. You cannot, and, I, and in my documentary, I study guys like Edward Hunter, William E. Mayer, who were experts on brainwashing. William E. Mayer and um, Edward Hunter studied the prisoners of war during the P, uh, 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 Korean War. Our, our American POWs in the Korean War were brainwashed by the Chinese in the, in the concentration camps. And I use that as the backdrop for my documentary. And through that, I've come up with 12 steps by which brainwashing is carried out. And the first one is to get rid of people like you because you're a truth teller. And when you tell the truth, you're disrupting the brainwashing. This is why whenever you have cults, they move people away from their family and their friends. They isolate them, right? Because mm-hmm. you cannot carry out a successful brainwashing operation until you have shaken people loose of their values and their morals. And so you cannot have someone coming along and reestablishing morals and values and truth as a foundation and refuting their lie. So you have to isolate people away from the leaders like yourself. That's why we're seeing people being censored and deplatformed. You can't let those people speak. They're disrupting the narrative, the lie. And in the POW camps of the Korean War, what we found is when our POWs would go there, if you were an officer, you were likely going to be removed immediately to a reactionary camp because you, being an officer, had the ability to lead. They didn't want leaders. But if they found out that you were religious and you had the temerity to lead, even if you weren't an officer, they would remove you from the general population and put you in a reactionary camp. And they, only, they found that they only had to remove 5% of the population from the general population. So they only had to remove 5% and then they'd remove the 5% of leaders. The other 95% then would go along with a herd mentality, what they're told, which is why many of those POW camps only had one or two guards for hundreds of men. No barbed wire, no dogs, no watchtowers, 
They literally did whatever they were told. And that's step one in the 12 processes of brainwashing, remove the leaders. So what you're seeing today is the attempt to marginalize, characterize, and eliminate leaders, leaders like you, to speak, to get your message out, to talk, because you cannot be allowed to disrupt the propaganda. So at the end of the day, skipping to the end of the documentary, what did they find, the ones who survived the brainwashing? Those who had strong convictions and religion, strong convictions or faith, strong convictions and a faith. They believed in something outside of themselves. Many of them would sit and they would recall the Bible stories they learned as children. Many of them would seek to recall the Bible verses they learned as children. Many of them were committed daily to praying, and they knew that their only source of hope and strength was to turn to God in faith. And so the, to a man, they found the men, the only men, the only men that could fight off the brainwashing were those who had strong convictions and faith. And the other men, when they came back and they were told what had happened to them, their common response was, if we had only known, if we had only known, then we could have resisted. And it was because of that that the military code of conduct was born. The military code of conduct that our military learn, they memorize, mm. that all was birthed out of the experience of the POWs in the Korean War. And it tells them this is the code of conduct. This is what is expected of you, and this is what you will do, particularly if you're caught and captured. You will try to escape. But what we actually found was that those men not only turned on the values of America because they didn't know enough about America, they were actually put in rows, and they were educated in rows for hours and hours on end in a classroom-style setting. And the curriculum they were using was actually developed by the communists at the New York school, known as the Jefferson School in New York, a communist school. They developed the curriculum and sent it to the POW camps in Korea, and that was what was used to brainwash our American soldiers. And those men did not know enough about our way of life, economics, socialism, communism versus our constitutional republic. They did not know enough to resist the lies. So when they were told you're over here as the function of a war machine, the military-industrial complex, greedy corporations. They couldn't resist the lies. And so in the 1940s, when they were in school, they weren't learning enough. Here they were in the 1950s now as soldiers in the Korean War. So what does that tell you about our schools today? But what we also found was in the 1940s, there was a government study done, and the Reese Committee was put together, and the Reese Committee <laughs> – found that some of the biggest foundations in America were influencing the curriculum of the 1940s to teach collectivism, mm -hmm. socialism, progressivism. So we know for a fact one reason why the boys in the 1940s who went on to become the men of the 1950s couldn't resist the lies is because they hadn't been trained enough about American history. Why? Because of American foundations like the Rockefeller Foundation or the Ford Foundation or the Carnegie mm -hmm. Foundation, these type of foundations. Well, what do you think it's like today? Today, we're knowingly letting China come in and teach our kids through what is called the Confucius Institutes. I was mm -hmm. reporting on this a year, a year before Fox News. And yet we have school districts all over America bringing in communist Chinese trained propagandists to our schools, and our schools are taking the communist Chinese money to allow our kids to sit and be brainwashed. They don't have to go to war. 
capture our boys and put them through brainwashing in a POW camp. They now have found out Americans are so stupid and greedy, they can actually bring their propaganda POW brainwashing camps to a school near you, and the stupid Americans will take the money. And that's exactly what they found out in the POW camps the Chinese found out. They said, they said the, Chi- the Chinese communists said the American soldier is into moral relativism, situational ethics. The end justifies the means. What's in it for me? They were not taught the idea of individual responsibility, absolute truth. Your word is your bond. You stand up. You even stand up and you defend your fellow soldier. No, they found that our own men would pick up their buddy who had dysentery and who was stinking up the hut and throw him out in the 80 below with windshield temperatures and let him die. And the other soldiers sitting there watched it, did nothing, and would ask why when they got home, because the man who did it was prosecuted, why did you guys not do anything? They said it wasn't our place. It wasn't my business. So the idea of looking after your fellow soldier and as a group of people committed to life and, and, and uh, absolute truth, they even had been brainwashed as American soldiers in the 50s. And the POW came to North Korea to believe it was none of their business to get involved if another soldier wants to pick an American soldier up and throw him in the snow to die. Well, that's, again, the code of conduct came about. You are responsible. You're responsible to do the right thing, and you're responsible to defend your fellow soldiers. But this is where we're at. Now the Chinese, like I said, don't have to capture us, put us in POW camps. They buy their way into America's schools run by absolute idiots. And we all know that the majority of the people running our public schools, these superintendents, people on the planet I've ever dealt with. And I've been writing books on this stuff for 40 years, and I've dealt with an awful lot of school boards and an awful lot of superintendents. They're the stupidest people you'd ever meet. But this is who we put in charge on purpose. You don't put moral leaders. Your principals used to get on the PA system in America, and they would read from the Bible, and they would open the day in prayer over the PA system. And the principal was actually a very respected, honored man in the community, and the kids looked up to him. We don't hire men like that anymore because we don't have a lot of men like that anymore. And that's how America's falling. Yeah, you're, you're spot on. It's, it's not that we don't hire them. They're not there. They're not, there's, there's not a lot of people, especially look at just perfect example, you and the news and journalism. You're a minority, and I like a really rare minority. So you don't have these ethics anymore, these values, these fundamentals that we thankfully grew up on, or at least uh, our age bracket. You and I are in the same ballpark. Um, these, new, these new people and these new kids, they just, uh, it's just not there. And uh, you're seeing it, you know, it's what do they say, the, the, the chickens have come home to roost, you know, you reap what you sow, this is it. So thank, thankfully, you know, you did, and, you know did, you, did you know that we actually have kids? I'd like to know if you know this, did you, because I just found this out. Did you know we have kids, even here in the south where I'm from, that are going around on dog leashes? They self-identify now as dogs. Get out of here. And they're allowed to walk, o- no. They're allowed to walk around on all fours at school acting like dogs. They're self-identifying as dogs. Oh, my God. I had now, I guess no idea. If, you can I may... self-identify, if a boy can identify as a girl yeah. and go in the girl's bathroom or vice versa, they're now self-identifying as dogs. And they literally are going around as though they're on leashes at school acting and self-identifying as animals. This is going on in, in the public schools in, school. in the Mid-South. 
The kids are the ones telling me this. And the the adults are allowing this to happen. The adults are allowing it to happen. It's it's a lot of this goes back to the adults that the it's 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 beyond child abuse. I mean there there's just the, the adults are warped. And I, I usually say this on the show. I said I would call CPS, you know, Child Protective Services on them. If that wasn't so corrupt and full of pedophiles and sex trafficking, I would call the parents oh, right. to CPS. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can't. Oh, yeah. The kids aren't better yeah, that's, off. That's 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 that's, that's a gateway to pedophilia. That's these foster <laughs> homes. A lot of these foster homes and C, C, uh, Child Protective Services for oh, for yeah. the back in the nineties. One of my friends was a state senator. Nancy Schaefer in Georgia, and Nancy Schaefer was testifying over and over in Georgia about the number of kids being sex trafficked through the Child Protection Services of Georgia. Oh, and it's Back real. I mean, I'm here in Arizona. Speaking with me. We're the capital of it. We're, this, is, this is the sex, sex and human trafficking laundering uh, slave trade zone. You know, this is, that's, what, that's what Arizona does. That's our CPS is really, really bad. Like a friend well, you're right there on the, the border. You're right, oh, yeah. right there on the border. It makes it easy, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mayor Corruption County. You know what I mean? We had something called an audit. You know, it's all crickets after that. You know, the audit, Arizona, the Arizona audit. But you, know, you talk about that. You and uh, Mike Lindell are uh, delivering the news on that all the time over on Frank's Speech and Worldview Report. Thank God for that. So I know you got to go, Brandon. I, you were going to give me a half an hour of your time, which I'm so grateful for, and that you came on the show. I would love no, to have you back you. on when you have some free time. I'm glad we come back. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you're, you're one of my faves. Like, literally, I can check off my bucket list now, like Brandon and I are friends. Well, thank Yay. you, and I'll, I'll come on anytime. Just give me a holler. I definitely will. I definitely will. And plug, plug where, where you want people to watch you, and because I know you've got multiple shows, so please do that. So, and we're going to do it on this. I do it on this show anyway. Um, I, he's listed on our must-listen-to page. His videos are on our must-watch page. He's on our must-follow. So plug your stuff real quick, would you, Brandon? Well, I wish – thank you, thank you. And I wish they would just go to brainwashthemovie.com and watch the two hours for free and put it everywhere because it will help you understand what's happening, the ultimate weapon, brainwashthemovie.com. By the way, in the documentary, you'll see a black-and-white footage of Ronald Reagan. And Ronald Reagan actually did a black-and-white footage documentary on the ultimate weapon, and it was based on the study of the POWs of the Korean War in those camps in, in North Korea. And Ronald Reagan knew this to be true. Ronald Reagan knew all about it, and he narrated a black and white documentary that the Reagan Library, um, they said that I was the first person they were releasing it to out of their temperature-controlled vault, the, the, the uh, copy of it to be used in my documentary. So you'll actually see a black and white footage of Ronald Reagan warning about the ultimate weapon, the battle for the mind. So brainwashthemovie.com. And then other than that, they can just go to my website to watch all my news, all my stories, WVW as in Worldview Weekend, WVWTV.com. Thank you so much for, for interviewing me and for all you're doing, and uh, I hope your audience will support you uh, because it's just so important what you're doing and giving people like me a platform. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome, and thank you for everything you're doing. I can, I, Like I said, I have so many pages of notes of what I've learned just from – paying attention to you for the past two years. So I, I, uh, you're, you're like my mentor, my friend. So thank well, you call so much. me anytime. I'm happy to, happy to come back anytime. Just give me a call. Awesome. Thank you so much, Brandon. And I will watch you tonight thank you. on your multiple thank shows. You. So thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. You too. Oh, man. So, yes, we have checked one off the bucket list, boys and girls. Brandon House. Uh, his Worldview uh, Weekend and Radio and Brandon House Live and Worldview Report. So, and over their partners and co-founder, Lyndon, Lindell TV, Mike Lindell, 
you got to watch them. You got to watch them. So head over to frankspeech.com and uh, everything is linked to that. And of course, Lindell TV and WVW.com. So uh, let's do this. My, my buddy Clay Clark's been waiting in the queue and uh, it's because he's got a big event coming here this weekend. So let's do this. Let's give him a, uh, his intro, his well-deserved intro. Clay Clark is the host of the Reawaken America Tour, the Thrive Time Show podcast, and the Thrive Time Show business coach program, the world's highest reviewed and most successful business growth program. The reason I mention that is because it is about business people, too. He's an Amazon bestselling author, the former U.S. SBA Entrepreneur of the Year, Entrepreneur of the Year for the state of Oklahoma. And no, he's not a member of the Illuminati. Back in September of 2020, he came on the show episode 126 and was the first person to start dropping truth bombs and facts about the COVID, the Great Reset, and a nefarious demonic cast of characters. The Reawakened Tour will be in Phoenix this Friday and Saturday, the 14th and 15th at Dream City Church. Get your tickets now or be sure to watch the live stream audience. Big round of applause for a God and country loving, faith and freedom fighting, truth telling, people gathering, business booming, host with the most. <laughs> What if I'm terrible? <laughs> well, and it's okay. You can fall down on your face. I'll pick you up, dude. It's all right. But we know you're not, oh, my man, friend. You feel like that. I got to live up to it. Yeah, well, I know you can. See, the thing is, is you've done enough of your own shows. You've done you're, enough. Of, you've been on enough shows that you can't use that anymore. You're like, oh, what if I'm bad? That people are like, eh, you're not. So next, see? <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> well, hey, I uh, thank you for allowing me to be here, and I hope we can drop some knowledge bombs on your listeners today. Yes, please do. Let's just first start with a big plug. Uh, you got a couple tickets left for the event here at the Dream City Church on Friday and Saturday, the 14th and yeah. 15th in uh, Phoenix. There are eight tickets left, eight tickets left right now. I'll tell you, this is the event. I, I was telling uh, Dave Scarlett from His Glory and Amanda Grace this morning and Gerald Flynn's son, Michael. This is the event he had to sell out one and a half times because we had the event 100% sold out. Things were great. People were excited. Then there was this online rumor that Anthrax had somehow been dumped tendies of the Dallas Reawaken America tour. Uh, well, the problem is, if that happened, we'd all be dead. So I'll mm-hmm. tell you this. The, the moment that those rumors came out that Anthrax was dumped, I mean, I actually had Newsweek interview me about this, the Daily Beast. As, as these allegations came out, I immediately called Dr. Zelenko. I said, Zeva, how would we know? if anthrax was dumped on the tours of the reawakened america how would i know he said well uh clay i i'm missing a lung and i have cancer so i would be dead and because you're on stage you'd be dead too so we wouldn't know because he'd be dead and i'm going oh okay that makes sense so anyway but uh, you know it doesn't stop it It, we so we had a certain percentage of people probably 10 percent of people wanted a refund and so we made it happen and then we resold those tickets. And so now we have eight tickets remaining here. We've got Sean Foyt, the praise and worship leader. We've got Eric Trump. We have Mike Lindell. We have General Flynn. Um, we've got just an unbelievable lineup. Dr. Jane Ruby, Dr. Judy Mikevitz, Dr. Tenpenny, uh, Seth Keschel, just Dr. David Martin, the Dr. Zelenko. The lineup just keeps growing every day. It's going to be a phenomenal event. And we kick off around 9 a.m. each day. So I encourage people to get there early. We'll kick off at 9, and we go till 7. I mean, so it's just back-to-back. Mm-hmm. The last time I checked, we had 68 speakers confirmed. Wow. That's a strong lineup. I mean, this is a pretty much 
uh, I would say one of the strongest lineups you've put together so far since this started back in Tulsa when I got a chance to meet you. So this is this is it. This is the this might be the Super Bowl. Well, you know what's interesting too is as we're getting momentum here, people are discovering that you can literally name your price to this. And I know a lot of people, you know, maybe have gone to like a Phoenix Suns game or maybe people have gone to go see the Cardinals or some local team. And I don't know the last time you went to a big-time event that, by the way, is a two-day event where you're having two days of education, you know, almost 20 hours of education where you can name your price. So literally I don't want anybody to be discouraged in terms of financially because I grew up poor. I know what it's like to not have money. This isn't about uh, making a big paycheck. This is about saving America. And everybody needs to know the truth about medical fraud, election fraud, religious fraud, monetary fraud, uh, and uh, mainstream media fraud. And even though I'm being sued now by Eric Coomer, the former director of strategy and security of, <laughs> of Dominion, for defamation. I mean, think about that. Wow, defamation. So uh, the events continue. We're not going to stop. This is all about saving America. Yeah, and this is a great opportunity for people to go meet other like-minded people, not only get the content and meet the speakers and mix and mingle. There's vendor booths there. There's other like-minded patriots because at this point, everybody kind of needs to come together, find you out there, you know, and, and, and join local groups or national groups yeah, because they're, gonna be, they're coming at us. They're attacking. They're trying to brainwash. I mean, literally, you turn on anything with the mainstream media or anything that's near that's attached to a television, even on the Fox News, you know, uh, those rhinos. It, it is so full of lies that it's out of control that, uh, and I'll tell you real something quick, Clay, and you can probably verify this too. I have, um, over the weekend, I was down at the Maricorruption County uh, Board, of Super, Board of Meeting for GOP, right? So it was like Rhino Fest. And it was interesting because between that and, and a gathering I went to yesterday with real PCs, right, precinct committee men, they were telling me that their family members, and these are, these are people that are in their 50s, 60s, and 70s, their family members, their own kids have basically ostracized themselves from them and think that their moms are crazy because they are, are, are having the same values and following the same common sense of facts of all the people that are speaking at the, the uh, reawaken America tour events where the kids are almost at the point where they've said, you know what, mom, I think that we need to check you in somewhere. And this came from multiple right. people in multiple like lifestyle, like scenarios, like three different genera- three different decades of age, uh, age brackets. And totally different, like well, people living you, in different places. Isn't that crazy? That they're thinking their well, parents are moms real quick. nuts. If you go, let me say this: if you go to timetofreeamerica.com forward slash revelation, everybody listening right now, write that down. Timetofreeamerica.com forward slash revelation. I want to walk people through this real quick. In 2002, the Centers for Disease Control patented the coronavirus transmissible to humans, thus making a bioweapon with patent number seven two seven nine three two seven. I repeat. The Centers for Disease Control patented the coronavirus transmissible to humans, a patent number 727-9327 on April 19, 2002. Now, if you believe that the Centers for Disease Control is on your team, that's where the disagreement may begin. Then on 2015, check this out. This is a fact. In 2015, I'm not making this up. You can see this at timetofreeamerica.com forward slash revelation. With U.S. patent number 2020-279-585-A1 on October 13th, 2015, a, a patent was filed for a system and method for testing for COVID-19. The actual name of the patent summary is System and Method for Testing for COVID-19. That was patented in 2015. So God bless them. I pray for these people. I have a family member who literally posted on social media that she, now check this out. She says, 
Yes, she says, don't ask. I'm double vaxxed, but I'm wearing a mask to keep my kids safe. In her house. She's double vaxxed and is wearing a mask to keep herself safe from her kid. Or her kids say from her, whatever the sort of perverse logic that is. Another example, I've got a family member who went out and got the vaccine. They get the vaccine. They end up having a stroke. Bad situation, right? So when you have a vaccine, you're previously healthy, no health issues at all. You would think, okay, I might want to maybe look to have a second thought, maybe think about. So the person posts, thank God I got vaccinated. It could have been worse. Then they go get the second dose. And now they have like an ongoing paralysis and all sorts of skin issues. I'm telling you, people are literally injecting themselves with a technology. They have no idea what's in this. And if you want to see what's inside the COVID-19 vaccines, go to timetofreeamerica.com forward slash revelation, and you can see what's inside the vaccines at timetofreeamerica.com forward slash revelation. We've got eight tickets left now, January 14th and 15th, Phoenix, Arizona. So I encourage you to request your tickets right now at timetofreeamerica.com. And to keep it safe, you have to bring your ID to get in. So people keep saying, Clay, I heard that Kirsten W. died at your event. Uh, A, Kirsten W. has never been to one of our events. B, uh, may God bless her soul. But again, you have to bring your ID to get into the event. So I know if you've been to an event or not, you've got to bring your ID. We keep people safe. We have actually a list of people we don't allow into our events because of their uh, nefariousness. And I can just tell you most of the people who are online saying that I pray to Satan are people that we have not allowed to attend our events because of their nefariousness. And my, my suggestion for people is, yes, there's only eight tickets, but, uh, you know, you've got a lot of people out there that uh, might get the COVID, right, or they think they get the COVID, and they're like, oh, I'm not feeling well, so I'm not going to go. So there, there probably are going to be some more openings. So it's best to get your tickets now, right? Yeah, and then uh, yeah. if for some reason you can't, you, 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 don't get this, you don't get a chance to go, they'll call you. They're really good about that. These guys love phone calls and texting. So they will find you if there's a spot open. So at least you can get on the list, right? Is that, would you I would encourage that you to get out to it. I'll just say this to you too. I agree with what you just said. Um, you know, the thing is, if you want to make your body uh, healthier, what you want to do is you want to be around people, okay? The human body, this right. is not a new idea. We have an immune system, and that immune system is improved by being in the sun, by being around other humans. I could go on and on, and I could just tell you, Dr. Zelenka, who is a doctor, I'm not a doctor. This man has treated 7,000 patients and had a total of three deaths. He has cancer, and he has one lung. And he said, Clay, I came to your event in Dallas because I wanted to be around people. And he says it's great for the immune system. It's great for the soul. you got to be around If you don't the medical aspect of that, just go to Hebrews 10.25 Bible, where it tells us, do not forsake the gathering of ourselves together, even as we draw closer to the end. It is a satanic idea to pull back mm-hmm. from your family and friends and perpetually cancel birthdays, things, Thanksgiving, Christmas, to protect yourself from a virus that's 100% treatable using budesonide, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. Now, if you do want to die from COVID-19, I know none of your listeners do, but if you do want to die from COVID-19, you want to go to the hospital, put you on remdesivir, which is a drug patented by George Soros in China. They'll put you on mitozolam. Next thing you know, you're having a breath suppressant in your body. You begin to suffocate. They put you on a ventilator, then you die. So get on the CDC protocol if you want to die. If you don't, denied ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, and you'll find doctors in all 50 states by going to timetofreeamerica.com forward slash treatments, timetofreeamerica.com forward slash treatments. We have doctors listed there in all 50 states that are willing to treat your listeners right now. 
and it's really revolved into an incredible resource for all that kind of information. We have links to it throughout our entire website on multiple, multiple pages, so you can get over to timetofreeamerica.com. And another, another piece of, uh, you know, just a little uh, reassurance for everybody who's going, eh, I'm not quite sure I need to be around all these, you know, these really common sense, healthy people. If Zeb Zelenko is showing up, and he's going to the event, and he has cancer, and he has one lung, and he's like, no, it, it's cool. I, oh, I'm, and I'm a doctor. Uh, I think you're going to be okay. And the guy's, what, in his 70s or 80s? So I think you're going to be okay to go to an event, be around a bunch of other like-minded people, and, uh, you know, pop an HCQ if you want, right? <laughs> put a well, little, really little bit proactive. That's what I did. I did it. Well, no, I took, took ivermectin and HCQ over the weekend. There you go, because I was going to go you're, down a bunch of people. You're really smart, and I just want to point this out. There are people going to NFL games. You know, This past weekend, you watch NFL, National Football League, or college sports. You can see they'll, they'll pan the crowd. And you have shirtless fans going to a football game <laughs> in the cold weather. They're not worried right. about quarantining themselves to protect themselves. What's happening is people don't understand the three truths. The models are false and said that 2.2 million Americans have died from COVID. Two, the PCR tests are falsely calibrated to inflate cases. And three, what kills people is the COVID-19 CDC protocol. Mm-hmm. Taking remdesivir, mitazolam, and going on a ventilator, that's what will kill you. If you don't want to die, stay out of a hospital. Oh, definitely. Yeah, the remdesivir, as Dr. Brian Artis says, your death is near. So you don't want to do that. You don't want to go in there because then you have no rights whatsoever, right? I already know people that have been on ventilators and they've been sneaking in potions and ivermectin and a bunch of other things into Jamba juices. And then all of a sudden, within a couple of days, they leave the hospital and the hospital's like, oh my God, what happened? How come you're so healthy? We're like, ah, well, we stopped doing your stuff and we started doing the other things. And next thing you know, we're home in a couple of days when you said that we were going to actually like uh, be dead in about a couple hours so there's a lot of other ways to to go about this people and keep in mind it's SARS-CoV-2 it's literally the flu or uh, a form of a cold in the form of the flu so don't be fear what what is fear clay you want to tell everybody what what fear stands for false evidence appearing real come on peeps it's not that difficult it's not that difficult a time to free America you can get your tickets you uh, need yep. to get your tickets, even if you think that, oh, uh, uh, it's going to be full by the time I, I text your call. No, 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 get them, get on the reserve list. They will contact you. You need to go to these events. This literally, this powerhouse group that's coming here to Phoenix on the 14th and 15th, which is Friday and Saturday, I honestly think is the Super Bowl of the entire Reawaken America tour. I'm going to be down there. I'm going to be in the media booth room. I'm going to be at the TV group because I have a new show. It's Clay. It starts January 21st. I think I'm going straight to video, right? It's just it's the only time you can say going straight to video is a good thing. I got my own show on Brighton. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm hey, following gotta, your footsteps, man. I have a funny, a funny quick uh, text thread I want to share with you. By the way, this isn't gossipy or nefarious. It's just it's interesting. I was texting Eric Trump last night confirming the details you know, for the event. And I said, Eric, this is why I'm reading my text. If your dad stops by on Friday to say hello to the sold-out crowd, I will throw in three hand-picked Hot Wheels for your son. Eric Trump's son <laughs> loves Hot Wheels. And he says, I wish I could pull that off. And I text back, final offer, definitely four Hot Wheels and one container of organic protein for your wife. And so he says, what happens? You know, all I can say is we've got an unbelievable lineup and everybody needs to be a part of this because once you come to the event, okay, we've I would say the five core benefits. We've got employers right now looking to hire employees that do not want to take the vaccine. They're looking, don't want to take the vaccines. 
they're at this event. Two, there's doctors in all 50 states that are willing to treat you. Three, we've got lawyers, doctors, attorneys, people who are in the fight that want you to join up with them. So if you're saying, well, what can I do to save this nation? You're going to find doctors, lawyers, business people that are in the fight. And you're going to be able I mean, to give as an example. A point number four is a practical, uh, practical updates about things that in progress we're making. What one guy by the name of Robert Agee, he and his wife put up a billboard to promote the X-22, or promote uh, Stu Peters to promote uh, And We Know and uh, the Reawaken America Tour. And I didn't even know who this guy was. He just literally took his own money and put up billboards to tell people about the truth. And this guy now has got so much momentum. He has raised over $200,000. There's 75 oh, wow. billboards up today all over the country. And he made all of his connections. He made all of his connections at the Reawaken America Tour. And then the final thing is, you're going to have a good time. Is that mm-hmm. okay to have fun? I mean, you're going to have a great time. You're going to laugh. You're going to learn. You're going to cry. You're going to connect. It's going to be a powerful event. It's going to be like a, a, the Super Bowl, as you said, of patriotism. It is, is going to be freedom yeah. and faith mixed together. I promise you, ladies and gentlemen, it is going to be a life-changing event for you. Yeah, it is the who's who. And I know you're busy hosting, and you you, you got to be on the stage all the time, but you got to have to come visit everybody in, in the media room, Clay. So you're going to have to sneak in there and maybe let Leon, Patrick, and <laughs> Benjamin take well, hey, over you, for you, a few you minutes. come on out for the dinner the night before. I'll make sure we get that itinerary. I can connect with you then or after each each day I can do it. I, just, I, I live in these 15-minute increments during this event, so it's a little crazy. Oh, no, I would love to take, I'll take you up on the dinner. Like the last time that I came out there, it was amazing because a lot of these people have been on my show, become friends with them. Some of my need to meet in person. Yeah. So I will, I will take you up on that. And then, um, fire me off a text and I'll send you the itinerary for sure. That is awesome. And then if you need any help, you know, like these say, hey, listen, I, my throat's a little scratchy or, you know, I got food poisoning like I did last time when we had that one event. I think you guys were in Utah and you're like, whoa, this didn't, this didn't sit well. I'm, in, I'm there for you. I could step in for, you know, one or two segments. So, you know, use me. I use me if you need you. me. Use me if you need me. You are a great American. I really appreciate that. Oh, you're, you're welcome. And then I've got, uh, I got a buddy in yours in the queue who's coming on for the last segment. It's uh, Mike Miller the uh, Warriors for Ranchers, you know, and he's become a household name, at least in, in the households that I know of Mike. So he just wanted to say hello. Uh, Mike's um, Clay. He wanted to say hello before I know, cause you got to run. You got to go, you got to go get ready for coming out here. So Mike, did you want to say hi to Clay? Cause you're going to see him in a couple of days anyway. That is my buddy, Clay Clark, the amazing Patriot that I love. And I'm telling you, Clay, I w- I've attended the event. So all those things are rumors that uh, that stuff happens. You show up and we see, patriotism and the love for God and all in the same room. This is an event you don't want to miss eight tickets left and you can use promo code Mike Miller to get your tickets. <laughs> you snuck that Whoa. in there. I was like, you got to go. Uh-huh. Clark Clark home. It a ticket to- sales machine. If, if people haven't had time to be around this guy for the little bit of time I've been around clay, he will make a salesman out of you, even if it's just selling T-shirts. I mean, he, he can make it happen. Well, we got to sell people on freedom. I mean, Marxism is being pushed on people we got to sell right. freedom. we got to get back to the belief that capitalism is a good thing. we got to get people fired up about the truth. It's got to happen. It can't be a passive thing, folks. we got to be aggressive to sell people on the dream that America still is that shining city on the hill. The, yeah. the term is being red-pilled. You will be red-pilled when you walk out of that building. It's but a you'll fact, be happy. Folks. You'll be energized. You'll have your common sense cap on, and that'll be great. Anything else you want to share, Clay, and then go, uh, go, go start packing? No, I just want to encourage people. You've got to go to timetofreeamerica.com. We're going to go to uh, Phoenix, Arizona, January 14th and 15th. Obviously, as we just stated, February, we're going to uh, 
Ohio. March, we're going to sunny San Diego. And then April, we're going to Oregon. And if you buy your tickets, you have a chance to win a backstage pass now. At each event, we're going to have five backstage passes. So you can meet all your favorite Patriots. You can see what it's like behind the scene. And you can see that behind the scenes, we're praying to Jesus Christ and not to Satan. That's right. Yeah, not to say Every no time. Illuminati here. No Illuminati here, people. That's right. We don't, you know, we don't do that. That's, that's well, the thank you, Clay. Don't see is there is prayer taking Take place. Care, guys. Have a very great day. Thing. Thank you so much. Thanks, Clay. Well, I'll see you when you come now in a couple of days. Appreciate your time, right. my friend. Take care. All right, you, you too. Bye-bye. You too. So, Clay Clark, everybody, hang on with me. Hang on with me, Mike, while I, while, I, uh, while I get back on track here. That's why I figured we'd jump in to say hello. So, with everybody, Clay Clark, he is the host over at the Reawaken, Reawaken America Tour. Then they will be here on Friday and Saturday here in Phoenix at Dream City Church. That is the 14th and 15th. I highly encourage you to get tickets. Yes, there's only a few left, but there are going to be some cancellations. That's what people have. They go, oh, I got a sniffle. Oh, I can't handle it. And then, and then they won't go. So that's the opportunity. You come in, you sweep in, you take that opportunity. So just make sure you get the tickets, get on the list. And again, uh, you could, uh, you, you can kind of name your price. Remember he mentioned you that. So use that to your advantage. So if it's, if it's a little too on the high end side, that's all right. Just kind of throw it out there. And then go to timetofreeamerica.com, timetofreeamerica.com. You can also go on our web, our, 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 uh, our menu, right? Everythinghomeaboutus.com, everythinghomeaboutus.com. That gives you the menu, right? The soup de gel you're going to pick from on. And I'm going to put it right there towards the top. So get your tickets. Come meet us. Uh, we'll be out there. Um, Mike Miller, I think he's going to have a booth. I'll be in the media room. I'll be back and forth between the media room and then the Brighton dot. TV booth and um, yeah, it's going to be an amazing event. I'm telling you, this lineup. I've been obviously been very, very paying attention to all these since the first one in Tulsa. I remember going up to the one in Tulsa, it's where this all thing started. And this really is the this is the all star lineup. This is this is um, the Super Bowl. There's a couple of people on here that I'm looking forward to really meeting, like Doctor Doctor Judy Mikevitz. Ever since they saw her in the movie The Pandemic or one of the pandemic movies uh, in 2020. So she was uh, before I even knew and all these other people existed. So anyway, it is something you need to go. You need to experience it. The vendor booths are amazing. The energy is going to be incredible. Don't worry about rumors. That's just what they are, rumors. If you're smart and you got your HCQ and you got your ivermectin and you got your vitamin D and you got all that other stuff, just pop it the, the day before, the day of, and the next day. That's what I did. I did it on Saturday. I took my ivermectin. I took my HCQ. Because uh, I knew I was going to be around a bunch of rhinos, right? Because, you know, they probably got the non-vaccine bioweapon in their wear and they're dirty mask and they're shedding on us. So I just did that. Not a problem. Uh, we're all good to go. You know, you can get your chlorine dioxide. And real quick, before I bring on Mike Miller, he's coming back. He's just holding in the queue. Uh, you know, we're talking, Clay was mentioning Zeb Zelenko, right? So I wanted to make sure that people that are listening to the show that want to be healthy have a means to do that. So what we did was we got partnered up with Dr. Zeb Zelenko for his immune boosting supplements. Now, I priced these supplements out. This is your zinc. This is your D. This is your C. This is your quercetin. I priced them out individually, twice as much as what it costs for the pills or the supplements that Zebzalenko put together for himself. Plus, if you use promo code HOME, H-O-M-E, you get free shipping and 5% off. It's only $52.50 for a 30-day supply. You head over to everythinghomeaboutus.com. You will see the link on there, the, the description. Click on that. And then get yourself some of these 30-day supplies. You can go on the reoccurring. And that when you have that, this is actually stuff you need anyway before the COVID happened. And then there's a little bit of extra uh, supplements that are in there that will help you with this. And then, of course, you want to get your HCQ, ivermectin, so you have that as a prophylactic. That's part of Zem Zelenko's prophylactic 
um, uh, protocol. It's on our website too. All that stuff's there. And the COVID facts, not fear. COVID facts tab, you're going to see that, the, the take action tab. Literally, start with the laundry list, the, uh, the soup du jour, the menu. But anyway, get yourself the Zevzalinka immune boosting deal. It's much cheaper than if you do it individually. All right, back on track. So we had to move the guests around. Brandon had called in, and then Clay was scheduled, and uh, Mike was so patient to hang around with us. So, of course, because he's a great guy, because that's, that's just how he rolls, man. That's why, that's why everybody loves him. That's why he's a household name. So let's do this. So Mike Miller, he is a speaker, citizen journalist, retired United States Air Force veteran. We love our veterans. Thank you for your service. And is the founder of Warriors for Ranchers, a grassroots organization that provides help to families who have been affected by the border invasion. And they're fighting against human and child sex slave trafficking, which is the biggest and the hugest it's ever been because Biden is the leader of the pack since there is no border. And that's part of their agenda. He also hosts the very popular Warriors for America podcast, which I have been a guest on. And oh, my God, it is so much fun. Audience, a big round of applause for a God and country love and freedom fighting truth bombing. Story sharing, people protecting, border bad boy and wonderful warrior. Mr. Well, thank Mike you Miller, very the, much. The, the man with the most patience. Wow, what a trooper you were today. Thank you so much, my friend. I don't even know how to say thank you. I got to listen to my heroes talk. What are you talking about? I mean, we had Brandon. I mean, I haven't finished my first book yet. He's been writing books like forever. And then we have Clay Clark, who is leading the, the greatest The greatest thing that could happen in America right now is a Reawaken America tour with, as you know, an action-packed group of heroes and we've all become family every single person in that group has become family and what's really crazy is being a part of this event you're surrounded by doctors attorneys men and women who have been fighting on the front lines the frontline doctors dr stella and and all the the dr judy malkovich all the doctors who have witnessed seen whistleblown and are working their best to make sure that america's safe and not being put in positions where they don't have to and for everybody that, that was listening to Clay, it's very important for everyone to know that there are resources at thrivetimeshow.com. You go to his website that he that he just said, I forgot, timetofreeamerica.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are resources for people who are losing their jobs, that, that they need to get a religious exemption for having to take the jab. He has all that stuff thought out and drawn out, and you can go to that site and you can see it because I have actually used that reference from some very close family friends that were in those positions. He's not just doing big events. He's making big changes, and he's putting out all the resources for people to use uh, to take care of the things that they need. And so when I was in Tampa, I met a family. They reached out to me and helped my organization, and then a time came where I was able to help them by connecting them uh, to an attorney that can help make decisions and then to uh, the medical exemption, which is helping people. So it's really important for people to know that there's a lot, of, there's a lot to this, a whole lot to it. Yeah, it's more than just a uh, listening to people give speeches on board or on the stage. And the examples you gave were ideal. I'll give a few more so people can kind of really understand how big this is and how necessary it is to to go to it because it's about a community that's being created. And when I was at the, the first event in Tulsa, I was sitting in in the media room, but then also in in, in you know networking and mixing and mingling and talking to people. And trying to just, you know, get our arms around this thing because it was the first one and it was just, you know, kind of just going along with the, with, you know, going along with the show. 
and I met a really great couple, and then we were sitting next to him. I still text with the, with the guy all the time, and he's giving me information. We're exchanging stories. He's telling me things about uh, different people that he has helped with the information that he's gotten from the original event and then following all the different experts and the doctors were the one example that I was talking to Clay about where they stuck the ivermectin and a bunch of the other um, supplements and things like that in the, in, in the Jamba juice and smuggled it. You're smuggling ivermectin in the hospital. Like, do you believe I'm smuggling that in? Like that's something I should be smuggling. So because they were smuggling it, that into the hospital and saved you know? the lady's life. So, and, and this is, this, yeah. but he was telling his friend, cause his friend's like, my wife is going into the hospital I mean, she's, they're, they're basically ready to innovate her. She's in the ICU. She's down, going downhill. They said she might not make it through the night. And he finally convinced him. And he said, okay, here's what you're going to do. You're going to take all this stuff. You're going to stick it in a Jamba Juice container. And you're going to smuggle it in. And you're going to get her to start drinking it. You know, like, you know, you know the Jamba Juice thing. And literally within 24 hours, they, she didn't have as many tubes in. She started smiling. She was feeling better. And literally the hospital could not figure out, like, they're like, what's going on? Why all of a sudden is she getting better? Because right. they're like, oh, damn, we were so close to our extra money because we gave her the protocol or remdesivir where we were ready to innovate her. We couldn't wait for her to die to get our money. And then all of a sudden she's like, oh, they were, you know, she didn't, it takes off all the, the, the stuff that, the, you know, the, the, the oxygen and the, the, the tubes and all the other stuff. Three and a half days she's home. So they were ready to kill her. She was like on her deathbed. So my point is, you're going to get, you're going to meet some amazing people. You're going to hear about mm-hmm. amazing groups, organizations like Mike Miller's Warriors for Ranchers. You're going to find uh, really cool people to hang out with. And it's also going to kind of reinvigorate you because if, you, if you're listening to hearing, paying attention, you're like, oh, everybody's getting sick. Well, no, no they're really not. Uh, they, uh, all, they're, you know, they, they, all this stuff that's happening with the COVID and the non-vaccine bioweapons and blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, it, it, it just brings you back down to a time where we use some common sense. And, uh, you know, you're, you're going to you're just going to you're, you're going to have an overall incredible experience. Again, like I said, it's the Super Bowl. So um, let's let me let me ask you this, Mike. So of all the events that you went to, which city was your favorite and who was your favorite guest or favorite person that you got a chance to meet? Mm, that is a tough one. I get to meet so many people and it's an aha moment every single time. Um, and the thing is, it's not just meeting the people. It's like, uh, we have a speaker's dinner where everybody sits down and you get a chance to meet everyone. Um, so from the very beginning, I was wanting to meet general Flynn and it started in Tampa. And as you know, Flynn has a huge protective team around him and he needs to know, who the people are around. But when I got to Colorado Springs, I made it to the speaker's dinner, and he was standing there, and I remember his, his uh, security guy going, well, that's Mike, and everybody knows him now, you know. So I caught a chance to tell him that he was one of my heroes and that uh, I was really excited to be able to be on the tour and be with him. And he shook my hand likewise, and uh, we took a photo op together. General Flynn is a, an amazing individual to, to be in his presence. Meeting Clay was a big one as well. Uh, just mm-hmm. to get a t- spend time with Clay, a memorable moment for me was in San Antonio, Texas. I had went and got um, I got a hold of Clay's um, mother-in-law and wife, and I I was like, "How big is that guy's head? I'm going to get him a cowboy hat." And uh, <laughs> she's like, "Well, I'm going to have to figure this out." So the mother-in-law talks to the wife. The wife went in and measured the inside perimeter of one of his his ball caps as he would wear it. Got that information back to me. I went to Cavender's Boot City and I got him a hat. And at the um, speaker's dinner, I awarded him with a hat because Clay's not a gentleman that wants praise. He's doing this because he wants to make a difference. But there was a moment there. 
I wanted him to have a little bit of praise because he organizes and works so hard and and he's uh he's being somebody for all of us to have a platform to do the things that we're doing and a lot of people don't really see who is Clay Clark when nobody's looking he's a guy that's super busy organizing all the time so the moment that he put the cowboy hat on that was a pretty epic moment uh for everybody there and I really enjoyed that but uh some of the doctors Dr. Ryan Artis and uh, his wife uh, two amazing people to to get to meet and hang around, but I could say that for everybody there. So um, the um, uh, comedian that we brought on board, uh, Jim, that was a that was a big time to meet him, and after seeing all the stuff he's done as well. All right, well then, uh, you know, I, I, I he will no I longer would... he will no longer huh. perform a, a comedy act in a venue that forces him to wear a mask. Right, and, and that's, if you that's can just great, imagine standing up for it, right? You know, standing up for absolutely. his convictions. Yeah, and that's a that's a tough place for a person in Hollywood, right? Because you know, there he he does movies, he does stand up comedy, but at the same time, there's people in the conservative movement who care enough to take that stand, and they really realize it um, that at that very moment that they have to choose. That battle and every battle that comes with it, because it's going to happen. He's going to get hit by the news. The media is going to, to slander him, whatever the case is. I've even had my own versions of that because people was like, what's this cowboy doing, you know, going and reporting on the border? He's, he's a fake. He's this. He's that. And you hear it. But then I prove it and back it with videos and documentation and, and you know, commentary from the people that are actually going through this. So just recently – I had a gentleman call me that has uh, 14,000 acres in South Texas, and they found a dead body on his property earlier this year. I wasn't able to report that at the time because it was being investigated as much as I wanted to. They kept it kind of quiet, right? He called me back out. They had um, two bailouts on his property. Communication between him and the sheriff's department wasn't ideal. Uh, The sheriff's department claimed they called him right away. He claimed they didn't call him until the next day. That was a very upsetting moment for this family who's had oil in their family since 1882. I go down to the ranch. They had already repaired the fence where the Silverado went through, and two vehicles went through the property, and 20 people bailed out on his land roughly, and they didn't find a single one of them. So I went to the sheriff's department. I told him who I was. I asked for an interview with the sheriff. The sheriff was not in town, came to town just for the interview with me, and uh, that's Sheriff Salinas. And when he sat with me, I was really impressed uh, with how well-spoken the sheriff was. And really, the same story goes with a lot of the sheriffs on the border cities. They have very few deputies. They're very short-manned. They are short on equipment and funding to get the resources that they need. And in the interview, he talked about the multitude of, of you know, deceased bodies being found in South Texas. He spoke of a, a 47-year-old woman who was basically found in uh, socks and a T-shirt. She had no bottoms on whatsoever, no panties, just socks and a T-shirt in the middle of a field when a farmer was checking his crops. She had been raped multiple times. She's been drugged multiple times, and she was subject to all the, you know, the, the careless acts that the cartel and the smugglers do to women during these times. One of the number one things I'm fighting to stop. And he also said the cartel has more state-of-the-art equipment than what the law enforcement agencies here in Texas have. So think about that. They're on a live link where they can actually see where the cops are parked. So they honestly believe they're using this kind of system like Google Earth where they are driving in their car. 
They can see where the law enforcement's parked and ready to stop or create a roadblock. That's when they choose to run through the fence, to drive down the roads, to get to another county road that they can see there's no law enforcement. They have a clear path to get out of there. They're using that kind of equipment because he said, Mike, these guys aren't just driving through fences. They have a plan. And he Mm -hmm. goes, they can see that if they go through the fence, they can go down the dirt road on the property, cut through a field, get through another fence, and make it to a county road, and there's nobody there within miles to stop them because they're driving through you know, so many acres to get there. And then uh, just the all-around feeling of uh, not having the adequate needs. I asked him, I was like, what what are some of the things you guys could use? And he's like, FLIR. They don't have night vision optics for the deputies there. So here comes the cartel, which there was a video that went around Hebronville, which is South Texas, just uh, to the east of Zavala County, where he was. And that's where the cartel members were seen with their mass, uh, you know, their mass magazines, their, their giant uh, AR-15 platform weapons, jumping over a farmer's fence and taking over a piece of land while they were smuggling. Those guys had, you know, GPS and all this other type of equipment, jammers on them, to get through to these properties and not be detected. Law enforcement doesn't even have the equipment to see at night, and that's a that's a big separation. So if people out there listening wants to help you know, uh, Warriors for Ranchers to help the local law enforcement, then they can go to warriorsforranchers.com and donate. And they can also go to Venmo at Warriors for Ranchers. We want to make a difference in these local law enforcement agencies. And if it is getting them some equipment to help them to be able to perfect their job or talking to the actual companies that design the equipment and seeing if they can write it off to be able to donate to these law enforcement agencies that's going to help because the money's not there. The federal government's not funding, and the state agencies are not funding these law enforcement agencies to give them what they need. It's terrible. Well, let me ask you this, because, you know, I'm a, uh, I'm a big proponent of supporting everything that can be supported a lot, and this is in every category. But when we yep. pay our taxes, and this is, my, this, is, this is obviously a big issue with the federal government and the agenda that we've talked about in mm. numerous shows, so you've got everybody's tax dollars being put into the various programs, right? And let's just pick sure. Texas since you're there. Didn't uh, your your governor, which I'm not a fan of, right? I mean, he's better than mm. some, but he's not as sincere as he could be. I don't trust the guy. Time to go, so time didn't to go he out. get yep. like $2 billion to, do, uh, to attend to the issues at the border? And then I know that when you've come on the show before, you have said, that you guys came to him with a plan, and he said, eh, no, we're not going to do that. So how much money did he get, and where is the money that he did get? I can't speak on the exact dollar that he got. All okay. I know is when you look at what he's received in donations, what his expenditures are, and what his cash on hand, the number doesn't add up. And uh, there is, there's nearly $20 million more in expenditures based on what he had in donations and then cash on hand exceeds over 10 to 12 million of what he had in donations. So well, no, I'm talking about the money from the federal government that he got to fix well, the border. Like, didn't he campaign get a bunch money. of border money? I'm talking about campaign money. The federal government, oh, I don't know about, oh. exactly how much he got. I yeah. know that the border wall was paid for. And I know that a private individual, like an, I believe it was like an oil family came up with a ginormous amount to finish the wall, but Trump had the wall finished in the first place. It was paid for, funded by the American people, and the entire plan was in place until Biden administration decided this entire 
uh, executive order of revenge uh, dictatorship that he took on America, if you will, because all the guy has done is write executive order after executive order and even sits at his cam- his campaign podiums and does nothing but just, you know, slander President Trump. Even to the point this morning I opened up uh, Facebook and Fakebook, which is uh, shadow banning me heavily, and YouTube has actually canceled my Warriors for America YouTube, which is wonderful because Welcome they're the just club. all yeah. communists. <laughs> at this point, Welcome. Looking, looking at the, the economic growth of our nation, the Biden administration is taking credit for creating more jobs in America than President Trump ever did. As a matter of fact, out of every single president that ran, he made Trump go into the negative where all the other presidents, you know, like Obama got a little mark there and President Bush got a little mark there. But Biden's just climbed straight to the top with all these jobs that he's creating. Well, let's just talk about what was called the pandemic there, Biden. There was a pandemic mm-hmm. where Americans couldn't go to work because you closed out the churches. You closed up the gyms. You closed up the ability for people to go to work. And then when you got back in office, you slowly let people go back to work so they could go back to the jobs in which they already had. And now you're saying you created more jobs. You're an idiot. It's the Joe Biden Nazi regime of lies, right, and, and of nefarious agendas. And I think the it's majority of the American people are, are catching that because it's affecting their pocketbook, their life, their way of – their uh, normal way of living. But, um, you know, it's, it's – I, I hate to tell them, but it's going to get worse. It's not going to get better, right? But it's, right. it's important for people to, to, to get the facts, to get the information – and then also then do something with all of that, right? So it's great that you go to these events that we're talking about, the Reawaken America tour that's here at Phoenix, uh, and then they're, uh, this is weekend, Friday and Saturday, and then they're going to be in Ohio, then they're going to be in San Diego, uh, and then they're going to be touring the country. Right. And then it's great to listen to shows like Brandon House, right? So you're going to listen to Brandon, give you the facts, give you the history, give you the timelines, and, and trying to really explain all this. So that's great. But then you need to do something with that. You need to do something with all mm-hmm. this information. Yes, I know people are busy. They're working. They're busy with the kids taking them to soccer practice. They're busy going ahead and, you know, posting what they had on lunch on Facebook. But you need to, you need to take the next step. We're at the point now where there's going to be some nefarious things coming down the pike a little bit more so um, that we need to all really start to show up, stand up, and speak up. So it um, – if it's going to be getting involved with an organization like Warriors for Ranchers, then it's time to do that. It's time to get active within a, a different groups. If it's or Arizona Women of Action, even if you're not in Arizona, get a similar like-minded group that you can now become a part of, that you could start showing up at meetings. You could start going to um, participating in, and sharing the content and having these conversations. Be around the like-minded people that are on the same page. Um, we were talking about precinct committee man. That's another thing, right? All of this information literally is on our website. The, the groups the must follow and join um, Mike Miller's groups is on there. The episodes we've done within him, you just click on that. And you can listen, get a little bit more in deep in de- detailed episode on what the organization is all about. Arizona Women Fractions, it's on there too. How to become a precinct committee man, what to do nationwide, precinct project strategy or the strategy. It's all there. Everything home about us.com, everything home about us.com. It'll give you the list. It'll give you the uh, menu. Um, all of the great, incredible information, the COVID episodes, the uh, the ones with all the experts, um, the protocols you've got. You want to get and you and, a lot, and the Thrive Time Show with with Clay Clark, 
and uh, Times Free America. That's all on. It's all sprinkled throughout the whole website. So you'll be able to get all of the resources from all these amazing places. So you just know to start there and then you'll get redirected to wherever you need to go. But it's literally time to stand up. And, and I'm doing this, this portion during, um, during the segment with Mike because that's what he did. And, and I want him to just kind of give everybody the reassurance that if he can do it, you can do it. Because before he decided to step up to the plate and speak up and actually start reporting on what was going on and then help these ranchers and these families and now the children and the sex trafficking and the, the, the human trafficking, he's just a regular guy running a ranch. You know what I mean? He wasn't, uh, he wasn't any reporter, didn't do any of that kind of stuff. But he saw there was the problem. And he got a little pissed and he said, oh, hell no, not on my watch. The next thing you know, he's got a 501c3 and he's got an incredible organization. He's got a podcast show. He's now on the stage at the Reawaken America tour, all because he decided to stand up, show up and speak up. So give, um, kind of take it from there, Mike, because I want people to realize this is just how it happens. It's just at the point where we all need to do something along those lines. I'm not saying they need to start a 501c3. They don't need to go start going on stages. But you have to do more than what you're doing because really the time is now. And it, it is time Absolutely. you have to make that commitment. So take, take it from there. I kind of gave you a nice little little, uh, little, you little, did. Like, little good. setup. Nice setup, yeah. So instead, <laughs> of, instead of sitting back – this is for everybody listening here. Instead of just sitting back and, and going, man, this sucks, we all have the ability to, to do what I believe is our responsibility as a United States citizen, and that is to become part of the people and say, how can I get people behind me? How can I get people to stand with me? And when it comes to the schools and, and all the things that are going on, there's a, there's a group, they call them the Mama Bears, and uh, Kimberly and Emily have, you know, changed laws in Iowa simply because they saw what was happening to their kids and they were like, you know what, this isn't cool. We got to do something. And then became fast friends and they stood together. They ended up going to the courthouse and they changed the law that made it to where kids had a choice whether they wanted to wear a mask at school or not. Mm-hmm. That right there is a, it's a prime example. And then I decided to say, Hey, you know, I'm going to these town halls and I got a chance to speak after United States Customs said, hey, we need you to tell your story at this big town hall. And you look at all the people, and you can see that they all want to say something. But people, they get fearful, and it's, people are prideful. They don't want to say anything. They don't want any stress. They don't want any drama. But then there's that person that decides to take the stand that says, you know what? I'm going to put all that weight on my shoulders, and I'm going to do something to make a difference for every one of these people. And that's really how it happened for me. And then it was okay. I decided to take a stand. Now what do I do? And I've never, ever been to the Texas State Capitol before. I had no idea how to get on all those dockets. And then you just ask people, you get educated. And he's like, you get three minutes to speak on every one of these, and we've got nine things on the docket today. I'm like, okay, sign me up for all nine of them. So every time I got a chance to speak, I had three minutes. And if I could get done, you know, saying if I'm for or against the bill, whatever, I got to – the rest of my time to talk about whatever I wanted. And I kept being a stickler about the border and what's happening and what can we do to help people. And I got a chance to get the word out. And then we made some really good changes and we passed some things through the committees into the house. And then those are some serious bills for Texas state. And one of them was second amendment rights. And another one was that uh, black lives matter and Antifa has to pay restitution. If they decide to destroy your buildings, 
I was fighting for that. But I originally went in there to fight for what was happening on, on all the farms and ranches. And then that later went to going, okay, going to the Capitol is not enough to go by myself. I need more people. So I created a podcast. And then while I was doing the podcast, I was meeting people. And I had no idea how to, to get the microphone to sync up to the video, how to get everything to play. And I had to learn it. Never did it before, and I had I had some mentorships. I had a Michelle Swinnick there. It's like, this is how you do these things. We all help <laughs> each other out, and all you got to do is ask. And so when I finally got my bearings on how the podcast worked, I started to influence people and find out, hey, man, there's some Texans here that, that really need the same kind of help. And I said, hey, would you guys meet me at the Texas State Capitol? They're going to have a, a, a session. We're going to try to get in there. We're going to try to talk to people. And instead – one of the ladies' daughters has been there with the university and knows her way around the Capitol because it is literally like a maze. Every hallway looked the same. We went to our state representative's office, and this is the day big things happened. We had four people who had dead, pe- dead bodies found on their property. We went into Tracy King's office, and we're like, sir, we need to make some change in the state of Texas. We need to declare a state of disaster for the entire state. And I said, sir, I'm going to be honest. If we don't do it today, I'm going to bring 100 more people tomorrow. He had a private phone call with Governor Abbott, and the very next morning they declared a state of disaster for the entire state of Texas. That's how Mm. you make change, and we were a part of that. And ever since then, more and more people get behind the organization, and that's the momentum that we built. And then as you take two steps forward, sometimes you have to take two steps back because anytime you're trying to make good things happen, there's always going to be that negative thing that tries to stop you or another organization that's against what you're doing. And those types of things happen on the daily. I mean, you heard, you heard Clay. He, he, he's working hard to get these uh, venues sold out. One person makes a, a fraudulent report on what's actually taking place, and then he has to back up and go, okay, here's what we got to do now. we got to resell all those tickets, and he will. Mm-hmm. And uh, God has his back, and the, the presence of God is huge in these venues. And the truth comes out. I mean, it's one thing when you see one person talking about these topics. It's another when all of them are talking about the topics. And, uh, you know, I've had the presence, uh, pleasure to meet uh, Josh Yoder, who is uh, U.S. Freedom Flyers. And uh, he is actually an airline pilot fighting against mass mandates. And I had him on my podcast earlier this week. It's just another person who's decided to take a stand. Now, his stand's huge, and he has Lee Dundas uh, helping him. And uh, he's got Robert Kennedy signing documents that Lee Dundas has put together. you got some giant names backing that organization. When you decide to take the stand, you don't always know you're going to get that kind of support, but he did. And he's been, you know, with, with arms of love, hugged by the organization. He's part of one of the speakers now that, that is on the tour with all of us and another person that's fighting the giant fight. But with that comes uh, responsibility and repercussions. Because we all know, no matter what we do and say in this world today, what is wrong has slowly become what's right, and what is right has slowly become what's wrong. And Mm -hmm. it's time that we stand up and say, hey, you know, I I was listening to Brandon talk about how, you know, uh, superintendents of a school district have allowed boys and girls to identify as dogs and crawl around on their all fours. Is that crazy? I'm going to tell you what that would look like in my high school. My high school principal, to this day, because he was respected, his name was Mr. Peter Thalwald, and Thalwald was a no BS kind of principal. He would have kicked whoever that is in the butt, and he would have told them, get up on their feet, 
quit acting like a dog, get the collar off of them, put them in detention, make them write a name on the you know, chalkboard a uh, hundred or a thousand times till they're bored writing their name. He would have really made them look at themselves like, what are you really doing here? You know, you're, you're acting like an idiot. And those words and those things, they became mentorship. And then those kids graduate school and they look up to him like, you know what? I had a man in my life one day, and his name was Thalwald. He was a principal of the school. Today in schools, I mean, it's become a trend to hang a rainbow in a classroom. And they're, they're thinking it's cool, like, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the American flag down. I'm going to hang a rainbow in the classroom. I'm going to tell you. They hung a rainbow in my kid's classroom. I was on the phone the next morning, and I told them, like, get that garbage out of there. This, we didn't go to school until – we didn't go to school and listen to our teachers say, you know, my husband has a penis, and I have a vagina, and we make out together. We didn't listen to that in, in, right. in health it's class. Insane. We talk about Ugh. this stuff. But these, these lesbian teachers go above and beyond to, to try to, like, bring these kids in. So they started this uh, gay-straight alliance at the school. And, and they're influencing your kids, kids who don't – they don't have that. This is in Texas. This is happening. They're, it's a gay-straight alliance. So they're telling them, like, you have options. What does you don't that have mean? To like, you don't have to like girls. I'm not joking. Well, You'll like see, in, you see little boys wearing makeup at school. Oh, my God. Like, and, and, like, little heels. Well, I said in the intro, my breaking news, I was, like, <laughs> so confused because I saw this headline the other day in one of the, one of the aggregate news things, and it was, like – a, tr- a trans male swimmer defeats UPenn trans female swimmer, Leah Thompson. And that's the one that was, you know, breaking all these records by like 10 minutes and things like that. Well, so I was like, so I went, okay, wait a second. Let me, let me get a pen and paper and let me get some cards, like flashcards. And then I can get, I can do a flow chart because I don't understand. So I'm like, so the, the trans, trans, so the trans male swimmer means it was a girl and now it's a boy. And then the other one was a boy now it's a girl and then the one that's now a bull that was a girl that's now a boy beat the girl that's now that was a boy i said wait a minute what? i'm so confused what happened what, what, what yeah. happened michael what 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 happened what happened i i i just go wow and it goes back to this whole thing and we've covered a lot of it on the show today where, you know, it, what's up is down, what's down is up. What's left is right, what's right is left. And it's really gotten to the point where, um, you know, these young kids are just, uh, uh, they're, in, indoctrination isn't even the word. Uh, we've got no borders whatsoever. You've got millions, literally no. millions of illegals, illegal aliens coming across, being dropped off all over the country. And you, if, you, the and same you time think, every oh, day, it's for Michelle, votes. this is the crazy but, part. The same time every day. You can go down there. You can see the cartel coming across on their last. They're loading the people up on the Mexican side of the border, and they're bringing them over. And I actually have thermal imaging of what supposedly looks like a dead body at 3 a.m. in the morning on the Mexico side. And I had uh, His Glory, Pastor Dave Scarlett. I had Rise TV uh, filming part of my documentary that's coming out. And we all witnessed this. But what's really, really crazy is when we get shot at by the cartel here in the state of Texas, we don't have any kind of recourse for them. So we have a Border Patrol vehicle earlier this week uh, sustained four rounds into the front quarter panel and what would be the driver's side. When you're looking at a, uh, a quad cab pickup truck, you can open up the driver door. The section of metal in the truck between the driver's side door and the back seat, that, that sustained rounds. 
Now, if that person's aim was a little bit closer and you were to bring that six inches up, that would have killed the driver. It was a six inches from hitting his head, pretty much the same scenario as mine when I was driving in the buggy when they shot at me. I'm pretty sure the rounds went behind the buggy about that far. But if it was six inches further forward, it would have killed the driver, one of our Border Patrol agents. But it didn't. And now Governor Abbott's saying that they can fire back. I believe he just had a press release coming out. Like, yeah, well, you know what? Now that I'm running for office, why don't you guys protect yourself a little more? Might be a good idea. You know, instead of letting us protect our borders from day one and protecting our sovereignty of our state from day one and stopping child sex trafficking from day one and stopping all the drugs coming across our border that can kill every single person in America from day one, we have enough fentanyl to kill millions that's crossed this border in 55-gallon drums, an entire truckload. They just busted a – was it a $46 million methamphetamine bust? is what they said in the, the tonnages. We're not talking like nickel bags, people. We're talking palletized loads of drugs coming through. And uh, the, the sheriff was telling me about a particular case. They have these semi-trucks that come through, and people have rented the U-Haul trucks. And by all means, U-Haul is an amazing a business, and I'm not trying to put them down or defame them in any way. I've used U-Haul myself. But when the cartel uses U-Haul, they'll make a false wall. And so they'll make it look exactly like the inside of a U-Haul, but to move the wall up, say, six feet. And behind that wall, they're either smuggling people or they're smuggling a payload of drugs. And in one particular case, he said that the wall was found. They tapped it out. The dog sniffed out the drugs. They took the false wall down from the floor to the ceiling all the way back was just solid drugs coming into our country. That is a poor future for America. That is people who are getting sick on drugs, who are stealing from their family, stealing from their friends, Rehab centers get filled up with these people, and then uh, they start reoffending, and it becomes just a circle, and they start raping people, hurting people mm-hmm. because their minds mm-hmm. aren't right. We're allowing that to happen because we don't have leadership in our country to say, look, what's happening in Texas and what's taking place in America is not right. But this isn't just a Texas and America problem. This is a worldwide problem with uh, child sex slavery and child sex trafficking, adrenal chrome, all these things. I mean – yeah, man, we could go on for hours. You know this, but oh, yeah. the Maxwell yeah. case, her little black book. Why is it so important for them to shut the book and not show people? Well, That's the most important it? piece it's of evidence who's who? to America. The Super Bowl celebrities, my friend. That's what's in that book. You thought, remember, remember you? Well, you, yeah, you're in my age bracket. When it was uh, back in uh, years ago, it was in New York City, the governor, and there was this whole. Um, this whole list of people that were taken down by the madam. And I think it, he was like client number nine. Remember that? <laughs> Remember that? She had mm-hmm. a little black book. Oh, this, maybe it was Heidi Fleiss or one of those. You know what I mean? I, it's been so long. I can't right, right, right. forgot, but it was I do you know, client number nine. So the Max, the uh, Gazelle, Gazane, how do you pronounce her first name? Maxwell is like, Let's take that Maxwell and times like 10,000. That's like 10,000. 10, mm-hmm. that's, that's the mother load of all the books. Of course, that will never be out there. But I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up. I wanted you. To, I'm glad that you brought up, um, you know, the changes in the politicians and the fact that nobody's doing anything and there's no, there's no, there's lack of leadership. And I, I say that every show because I want people to get their arms around and accept the fact that uh, the left and the right 
in, in the elected elite positions, they are a uniparty. Okay. We've been saying this for a long time, well over a year when I decided to like, oh, I don't know, clue in, right? When, I, when my official common sense cap started to uh, never come off my head. So you've got all of these political, uh, these politicians, right? The elected elite. They have no use for you. They're not here to protect you. Every decision they make is only for their own vested interests, their own agendas, their own making money, and has nothing to do with anything that betters this country. And, and if, you, if you can give me some ex- specific examples to prove me wrong, please do. Please do, because mm-hmm. you can't. So you've got to get that out of your head that any of them are on your side. When, and, and do not give them any money. Do not give money to any of these, these think tanks, these foundations, these organizations, the GOP, um, any of these PACs. You need, if you're going to give money to anything in the political world, you need to do your due diligence and homework to vet that person. And to be honest with you, why would you be wasting your time doing that? We've got so many more months of things that are going to go sideways before we get to the point where you need to actually maybe really get behind somebody for the primaries. Don't waste your time. Mm-hmm. Literally so much can go sideways, which I think it might well, or at least well, things will be changing drastically here in the next couple months. That I'd rather you see you spend your time instead of researching a candidate, I'd rather you get involved with an organization. I'd rather you get with a group. I'd rather you go and be around like-minded people and start doing something that you can make a difference in, whether it's the school boards or a precinct committee man or joining a group or supporting an organization like Warriors for Ranchers or watching additional podcasts and listening to shows or listening to, oh, I don't know, Watch the uh, documentary Brainwash from Brandon Howe. These are the things that you should be spending your time on rather than um, dealing with anything with the political class because you can't, like as we said before, there's a lot of things that we can't do in the federal. So start local and at least you can have some, you can get some uh, movement there. But really just gear yourself around the like-minded people and the different groups and organizations that you can support uh, because you'll meet other like-minded people. That's where you put your efforts in. And that's where if you're going to put some money, that's where you put your money in. Never give to, an, never give to another politician. Because what's your money going to make a difference in? They get all their money from the big wigs, the big donors, the big all that. They don't need your money. Unless you get around a really grassroots person, which, you know what, for right now, you don't have to worry about looking for them. They'll, we'll, we'll help you find the good ones uh, when it gets closer to that point. But right now, go, go work on the other stuff. So that's my advice for everybody for today. Um, and I'm glad that Mike was here to, to share all this and get you encouraged and kind of give you a reminder that before he stepped into this, uh, this role of leadership, he was just a regular guy. That means you can do it too. So, um, Mike, plug anything you want to plug. I know you got to go. You've been so kind to stick with me for so long. I feel like, you know, you, you've been sitting right here in the studio with me. So thanks again for being I such have, a great friend. And I love such a great friend. You have amazing guests. And uh, your show is always amazing. And I just have to say I'm honored to get a chance to sit back and listen. I mean, to listen to Brandon, to listen to Clay. These are men that I look up to. And uh, it's not always easy to follow those two guys, by the way. But I want to plug a couple of things. Is Right now, Rise TV is working on my documentary. Uh, It's going to be called Border Wars. In the beginning, we were going to call that one Miller Time, but I believe we're going to rename it. We're going to call it Border Wars. My show on Rise TV will be Miller Time, and that will start uh, right after the documentary airs. The final filming for that will take place in February, and uh, we will be working on a docuseries with His Glory in Phoenix while I'm there. So we have a, a oh, secret squirrel mission good. taking place. 
when I uh, when I come to Phoenix and I have some interviews lined up with uh, his film crew, and we have previous footage from going to the border in, in South Texas. We did Del Rio. We did Hildago. We did La Jolla. We did Roma all the way down to McAllen and then made our way back. It was quite the adventure. Uh, we went to Yavaldi and, and went to the trains. We, we saw a lot of things and uh, late nights. It was crazy. But uh, you're going to want to go to risetv.com. You're going to want to subscribe to be able to watch this uh, documentary coming out. It will be earth-shattering, and it's it's going to have a lot of great information about really what's happening, and you're going to get a firsthand uh, look at what's taking place on our Texas border. We went to extremes to get the footage that we have, and it's very raw. It's very real. It's going to be in your face, but I believe that's what people need right now. And um, we've got drone footage that's going to show these areas from uh, aerial point, which is really cool that we're able to do that. And then um, some events coming up. We we do have the Phoenix Reawake America Tour. As Clay said, we have eight tickets left. You can go to thrivetimeshow.com. You can request your tickets. You can use my promo code Mike Miller. As I uh, I kind of jumped in there and I did that he while he was on there. there. But He's given me a he's given me my promo code. He's made a salesman out of me. But I love Clay. I love his family. He's a he's a great man. And uh, I'm going to tell you guys this. And in, in in defense to anything anyone has ever said about him, he's genuine and he cares. And yeah, he gets up guy. early in the day and starts his day. And you know a lot of people come against us all, but we have to stand up together and support each other. And him and his family have my full support. So shame on the people that want to say something negative about a man who has done nothing but selflessly given and prayed for all the people who really need help. And I don't think these people around him would follow him if they saw anything different than I do. We all love him. We love his family, and we give him 100% our support. Um, You can go to warriorsforranchers.com, and you can read about uh, the whole stories in there. I have a, a press kit to anybody who wants to have me come speak at one of their events. Um, I have a manager in there that they can contact and they can get me hooked up to whatever city, county, or place that they're in. And something that you've probably seen a lot, Michelle, lately is I've been working a lot with uh, political candidates. And that's because I believe that God's put me in a position to help candidates that are men of God, women of God, to, you know, get the support they need and and exposure that they need to have a a successful campaign. So uh, I went to Oklahoma and I uh, endorsed Mark Sherwood and Jackson Lawmeyer. I endorsed Neil Patel in Ohio, who's running for U.S. Senate of Ohio. I've met with some amazing folks, uh, Weston Martinez running for Texas State Land Commissioner. And I have a a U.S. congressional candidate. And for this person's projection, I'm not going to say their name, but they're, they're running in Virginia and they're coming to Texas to see me. And we have an event taking place in McAllen, Texas on the 29th and 30th, and you can find this in uh, WeStandAmerica.com, and we're going to have General Michael Flynn, we're going to have Ann Vanderstill, we'll have Christy Hutcherson, myself, a whole host of amazing speakers will be there, and uh, it's a two-day event in two different venues, and we will be linking arms in prayer on a ranch in one of the, the last days, so we will try to have one of the largest caravans to the border that's ever been seen. And this will be an interactive event nationwide where people across the nation get a chance to do it from wherever they're at. So if they're in their small town and they couldn't make it to Texas, they can caravan their cars, send pictures, send video, and show, hey, I got a chance to stand up and be a part of something great, and I got to do it for my little town. So we're going to make it something like that where people can see. And they're all working on it. We've got Women Fighting for America 
Warriors for Ranchers. We've got Latinos for America First. We've got Bianca Garcia is going to be there as well. She's running for Texas Senate. So a lot yeah, of amazing right. names, a lot of amazing people, and it's going to be an event where you definitely want to come. The tickets are available, and you can get them at WeStandAmerica.com. And uh, I think that's uh, that's the gist of it. Um, a lot of great events. And what I'm really just seeing this is more and more organizations and more and more people are taking a stand. And that's, that, to me, that is a, that's a positive step in the right direction. Yeah, again, it is time, everybody, to uh, pick a lane, make a decision, kind of figure out what you want to do, what do you want to support, who are you, what do you stand for, and then at that point, then it's time to take action. I mean, not only in your community, it's time to do it in your business, your life, and your community. That's why we talk about take action items, take action BLC, Business Life and Community, because it's uh, they all coincide each other. They all complement each other. You know, if you've got the, I call it the three, the three legs to the stool of humanity, and you got one that's a little off, you know, then uh, the other one's not so, you know, a little wobbly there. Not so good. I mean, we took our eye off the ball in our communities, and look what we got now. What a mess we're cleaning up. Can you imagine if we would have had our eye on the ball when it came to our communities four or five years ago, rather than just saying, oh, these guys are doing what they're supposed to be doing. Everybody's going to take, somebody else is going to take care of it. Uh, nobody to take right. care of it. And the nefarious characters stepped in to do their uh, the nefarious demonic uh, agendas. So now we've got, to, we've, we've got to clean up a mess. We've got a huge mess to clean up, right? So it's time because we've gotten to the point and Mike's made it very clear. Um, you know, we, we're at a pivotal point. And if you do nothing, you don't participate, and I've said this before, you don't get the right to complain. It's, it's, That's right. We've said, you know, we, we used to say if you, if, you, if you didn't vote, then you don't get the right to complain because you didn't do something. Like, oh, well, then my vote's not going to count. Well, we'd say, no, it does count. Go vote. Well, now we know, even though you still have to vote, your vote probably won't count because they are obviously rigging the system, playing with the machines. You don't believe me? Go on Frank's speech and figure it out for yourself, right? Like, how many times can we have that on the show? Uh, but uh, my point is there's so taking much it evidence. to the next level, taking, this, taking that same thing to the next level at this point, if you don't do anything, because we know the votes are, you're, what you voted for obviously didn't work, but we're in the process of getting that all sorted out, right? But there's nothing really you can do at this point about that. So now, now you're at plan B. Plan B is you need to physically start doing something. There's a lot of things you can do. Keep talking about it. This whole show is showcased an incredible amount of things that you can be doing. Uh, but it's time to do that. No more sitting back. No more waiting. No more saying, oh, wait till next year. Oh, next month. Next week. No, 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 no. Because we're already at the 10th of January. Boom. We're already two weeks in to the month of January. And February will be here before you know it. And then you're just like, oh, my God, here we go again. Ooh, we're going on the roller coaster. The time, the time is a flying, and we don't have that kind of time. So you, if you do nothing, no more. You can't complain. Sorry, you're going to have to. You're going to have to sit in your own poopy diaper, and you're going to get a rash, and it's going to itch, and it's going to stink, and it's not going to be any fun. <laughs> and you're not going to want no. to be sitting in that poopy diaper because this time it's a really bad poopy diaper. Like when you have food poisoning, that's the kind of poopy diaper that you have. That's not one that you want. It's a real bad poopy diaper because this is a really bad one. Like the stuff that's coming. So guess what? Don't do that. Join us. Join us. Join all of us. Right? Do some of the things we talked about. You want to do something really great to find out about all these groups, these different movements, these different events. 
not only are you listening to the show, you're going to be going to the platform. You're going to check out everything at everythinghomeaboutus.com. Low-hanging fruit. Join our Save My Freedom movement. You could text the word ACTION, 9-1776, 9-1776, the word ACTION. If you go to savemyfreedom.us, savemyfreedom.us, you'll see all the different groups that we've created. Well, guess what? People like Mike Miller is a part of this. He's one of the leaders. So then you'll learn about his information. You're going to hear about all these other groups that we've mentioned on the show. They're all a part of this. So if you go there, then you're going to be able to find out about all these amazing people. You're going to find out who are these patriots, who are these people that I need to buy and, pro- buy and sell products from, who, who, uh, who's my new friends, who's these incredible organizations that are doing stuff, where are these live events. It's all going to be there because we're bringing a place where everyone can hang out, the cool kids clubs, you know, the uh, non-vaccinated. Non-vaccinated people, you know, the ones that don't shed, the ones that actually aren't getting sick right, from the non-vaccine bioweapon. So what we're doing is we're bringing them all together. So join us. It's free. We're not charging you, right? We're, it, it, so, but you got to go somewhere, right? You're like, where do I go? I'm telling you where to go. I'm telling you what to do. So please join us. And um, Mike, thank you so much. I get to meet you in person finally on Thursday night. Yes. How great is that? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. I am so great. looking forward to it. You get a hug with that. You become like a my family friend of mine. You know what I mean? Like we've become fast friends, and we've co-hosted shows together. We've talked oh, about yeah. a lot of amazing things, and now you've got some great things happening in your future. And I'm just excited for you. Well, and thank you so much. And I'm dragging you with me, right? You're gonna you're gonna be on coming on as a guest on my Bright Tion show, which starts January 21st from 5 to 6 p.m. Mountain Time. Mm-hmm. That is prime time, prime time, boys and girls. And then it's also going to be picked up on conservative television of America. So it'll be on that network also. And then we just need to get them on some more. We'll, we'll do it. I just got to, uh, I got to start doing a little more outreaching. Otherwise, I think we're good. So Mike, I will see you um, later this week. You'll talk, we will talk beforehand, but give the website again. And then um, uh, I just encourage everyone to go check it out. Support Mike and what he's doing. And um, be, become part of the organization. Become part of it. Um, even if it's not an option for you to donate, then what you can do on the social media accounts like Facebook, push out the content. That's just as helpful as getting the word out and getting more people involved. Absolutely. So just be pick a your role. Pick your just, role. Be, go yeah, to warriorsforanchers.com. Warriorsforanchers.com. You can donate there. You can find me on Facebook at Warriors for Ranchers. And if you'd like to donate via Venmo, it's at Warriors for Ranchers. And, Michelle, before I go, I want to I talk about one more thing. We've been talking about a lot of apps out there. And I want to talk about an app that's making a difference. And that app is called Enos, E-N-A-S dot life. And you've got to get on there. And once you get on Enos, I'm going to have you given pro status. So, you know, on Facebook, you've got to have so many followers to get the uh, little blue dot by your name. Well, you get the blue dot because you know me. And I know the developers of the app, and they're my very close friends. And so enos.life, sign up. You're going to find Michelle on there. You're going to find me on there. The thing is, is it's an app that does everything that Facebook does, and it does it better. You can live stream. You can create stories. You can message your friends. You have media links. You have access to, like, sound for people that like to sing or listen to audio and movies. There's so many different aspects to this app. It's absolutely amazing, and it's a humongous competition for Facebook. And here's the kicker. They're not going to sell your information to a third party. They're not going to troll your data, and they've made it to where you can have a username and you can have a page, but they're not going to let you create a ton of different usernames to stalk people like Facebook is allowed. 
Right. So yeah. it's an no app trolls. made by the people, for the people, and it's a Christian-based app because Enos stands for God the Father. And the three bars mm. in the app is the Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So you have a Christian-based organization that produced an app that can do everything that Facebook does, but we can feel proud posting our stuff on that site. So please go to enos.life, follow me, follow Michelle. We'll get her on there. And this is another place where you can build traction and another place that when you do a show, you don't have to worry about them cutting out your viewers like they're doing to me on Facebook. I had several thousand Mm -hmm. people on my podcast, and now I get like 26. And I went Mm -hmm. to do a campaign on Facebook just to see, can I get more reach? Facebook said reach not available. And they also, depending on money, when you go to Facebook, I actually put it in my stories this week. No matter how much money you spend, they won't let me reach more than 600 people. Before, it's oh, like wow. if you spent 20 bucks a day, you know, you could reach up to seven, 8,000, 10,000 people a day. They've cut my reach off to, to nothing, and mm-hmm. they've shortened my podcast, and people are not getting notified when I come live anymore. People are getting upset. I'm losing traction with people. Facebook has shadow banned me. Let's start using apps and put our money where it matters, and that's with conservative people who care and their apps that are going to be there for us not to abuse us. Enos.life. Amen and ditto that, my friend. I'm shadow banned too, and uh, I can't even go do Facebook Lives, and I can't can't use any of my website domains, website pages, and no one else can post that on Facebook. So that's nice. That's that's a thank you, Facebook, because I'm a, a violator of their community standards, which apparently their community standards support. They the, called uh, me a satanic terrorist. demonic agenda. So I am evil in the Facebook eyes of Facebook. Facebook called me a terrorist organization. They did. They, one of my <laughs> friends was trying to follow my content and said that Facebook does not praise terrorist organizations like this page. <laughs> so awesome. I have become, well, welcome. Congratulations. Point of view, a welcome. terrorist. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Here's the real deal. I'm exposing terrorists. I'm exposing Marxists. I'm exposing communists. I'm exposing sex traffickers. I'm exposing cartel. I'm exposing fraudulent news agencies. But yet I'm the one that's being looked at negatively. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, oh, wait a minute. Mike Miller's telling the truth. What's that algorithm again? Let's get it set so he can't do <laughs> yeah. it no more. We don't want the yeah. truth. We're intimidated by Mike. Holy hell, what did he just say? <laughs> Mike Miller just said it again. Block that yeah. guy. Block yeah. him. Yeah, I can guys. see all the little... I could see all the little tin hat individuals running into each other in the middle of their little Facebook office like, holy cow, let's, what is, where's Mike. that button again? Mike's talking. Michelle's oh Mike's talking. Him. Oh, my God, stop him. Stop him now. Stop, Mike, and then you get the little truth. message. But Michelle Swinnick, um, we put the little yellow hazard symbol on the front of your Facebook page in front of every one of your images because we want everybody to know you're telling the truth. And we don't right. want people knowing that. Oh, so I mean, that's the world that's so today. Stupid, Mike. They're stupid. They're and they're stupid. all identifying as little dogs walking around their office. I mean, it's terrible. <laughs> they probably you know? have a collar on. And that's okay over there. <laughs> and they're, like, okay. taking pictures and posting, like, booty shots on, the, <sighs> on Twitter, and that's okay over there. <laughs> so but you can't tell the truth. We do that in the land oh, of Oh, my goodness. Uh, all right, my friend. That would have been a great stand-up act, I but I'm not that what? great at it. But it, it, was, no. it felt good. I felt no. that. Um, give but your website one more time. I got to bump because the feed, the live feed is done at three. We got to go. I got to go. All right. Love give you. Your and I appreciate time. you having me on your show. Always a blast. It give is your website a blast. one more time. I can't wait to meet you in person in Phoenix. It's in like three days. Thursday. It's in I'm like going three to the days. dinner. I'm going to the dinner. Oh, um, 
Yeah, I'm going to the dinner. And then I'll, then make sure that you come over and play with me in the media room. I know you're going to be at your booth, but also in uh, on the Bright Town DB uh, text table. Me, text me the dinner location. Uh, I'm going to get that from Clay here I shortly. I just text, I text him uh, before when, when, when he got you. off the air. So I'll get you the information too. Don't worry about it. Perfect. Sweet. Um, and then I'll talk to you before then. So, all right. Thank you, my friend. I got Perfect. a jump. We got a couple minutes left. All right. You're the best. Michelle, Love you. Blessings to you. Blessings to your organization. Thank you for being a voice for the people and amplifying all of us. You're amazing. You too, my friend. And I'll see you in a couple of days. How exciting. Oh, I get to see one of my buddies. I'm so excited. This is going to be an incredible event. Again, go to the event. Get your tickets. And if the cost of the tickets, which they're normally 250 if you use promo code HOME, it's 10% off. If you use promo code whatever Mike said, it's the same difference. You're getting a 10% discount. But my, my point is, since Clay offered, and there's only a limited number of tickets, and they're probably going to end up having people fall out, he even said, and this is what they've been preaching all along, you can name your price, right? So take advantage of that, especially since there's not a lot of tickets left. Then um, go to Time to Free America, timetofreeamerica.com. It's going to be on our list over at everythinghomeaboutus.com. I'm going to add it once I get off the show, everythinghomeaboutus.com. And then go ahead and just say, hey, listen, here's what, what I can do. Because I'd rather have you there than not there. But if you can't be there, you can go to brighttown.tv. They are live streaming on Friday and Saturday at brighttown.tv. And don't forget, I'm starting my, no, my own show. And that'll be January 21st over at brighttown.com. Uh, that'll be January 21st. That'll be Fridays. We'll be Fridays from 5 to 6 Mountain Time. That is 7 to 8 Eastern Time. That is prime time. That is prime time. Don't worry. I will deliver prime time guests. And I'm thinking I'm going to do something a little bit different than just interview. You know what I mean? I'm thinking we're going to throw in, you know, I know it, it, but I need like writers, right? I need like, if I'm going to do like little skits or something, <laughs> it's a lot of production. Right, it's like no one's paying me to do it. I'm not getting, I'm not making a dollar, right? But I think I'm gonna do, I'm, I'm gonna make it a little bit more fun. We're losing the live feed here on Blog Talk Radio, but I think the rest of the platforms, LinkedIn, to the Twitter, CloudHub, and Rumble are still live. So I'm gonna wrap it up here, but um, I'm just gonna take a few extra minutes. But and then of course on the on demand, the podcast player, you know, the recorded version. That's going to keep going. So we'll see if Blog Talk Radio still goes. I don't think so. I think it's a three-hour limit. And I can't believe I was on for three hours today. But yes, I can because I had eight awesome guests. Eight awesome guests. And Mike Miller, my buddy with Warriors for Ranchers, lingered with me for a little bit just because there was, uh, there was so much to talk about. Um, but again, this is a really powerful show. This is the second show of 2022. 2022. This is show number two of this year. And it was just as powerful, but in a different way than the first show that was last last uh, Monday. And uh, I, I encourage you to listen to that. That was episode 279. And this is 281. And in between, why there's why did we why, why did you skip an episode, Michelle? Why did, why did you skip one? I didn't skip one. What I did was I took the segment that I did with um, the director uh, could you notice I turned my head and I shouldn't have uh, away from the microphone because I was grabbing, I was grabbing the uh, notes from last week. I uh, was Chris Berger, right? He was the director of the movie, the documentary Capital Punishment about January 6th, which I encourage everyone to go listen to or watch rather. It's $9.99. If you use promo code HOME, when you go over to to hisglory.tv, hisglory.tv, we're donating 10% of the purchase price of the proceeds that come in, the 10%, right? So it's $9.99 or 99 cents, whatever. It moved the decimal over 10, one digit. You know, it's like VARES. 
But various, you've got to move the decimal over two tongue times because it's 1%. So if you've got 20,000 deaths, okay, just I, I know that I jumped on you, but, but, but you guys are quick. You're following me, right? You've got the common sense cap on. You're leaving it on all day. So various report, a little different. Various report, you move it over two the other way. You move it two to the right. So if you had 20,000 deaths, because they only report 1%. And, and this is not made up. This is actually Harvard. Harvard concluded the study that verified that it's that 1% is reported to VAERS. And VAERS is the reporting system of the CDC. So it's not like a, a bunch of anti-vaxxers just kind of came up with this uh, website to like, you know, uh, give you fake news. No, no, not, not true. So 20,000 deaths. Move it over at two points, right? Because it's 1%. So you move it over zero, 20,000 becomes 200,000. And then 200,000 becomes 2 million. Mm, Do the math on that. Well, back to the movie. (laughs) Full circle all the time. Back to the movie Capital Punishment. 10% of the total total purchase price of 9.99. Move the decimal over the other way. 99 cents. So that goes to the uh, January 6th prisoners. They really are. uh, They are political prisoners. Once you find out what they did not do in order to be uh, arrested and detained a lot of them in uh, solitary confinement for like a year with no court date and then no uh, parole, no bail, no nothing. They weren't even in the building. Like they were like just near it, like even somewhere far away. It's crazy. So I encourage you to check out the movie and it's going to help their families too, because can you imagine like the breadwinner all of a sudden is gone and then you can't even see him. Like, can you imagine what's going on with the kids not to mention the financial situation, not to mention the conditions that they are now living in uh, at these jails uh, that are just subhuman. Like the worst, John McCain probably had it better in uh, when they quote unquote kidnapped him hostage. Boy, that's a that's a whole other show there, traitor. Uh, and, and all those stories that you hear about the that that's no, that's true. It's really actually, and I, uh, well, we're gonna we'll, we'll we'll be talking about that. Don't worry about that. It is time to blow the lid on the truth about the nefarious characters here in Arizona. Anarchy, Arizona, we're going to be doing that. But anyway, that was episode 279. So what I did was I made a special segment of 280, which was the segment with uh, Chris Bergard, the director of the movie, made it 280, so that's why I skipped, right? So there's always a reason. Trust me, there's always a reason. There's always a, there's always a, a positive agenda and everything with this show, with this platform, and the things that I do have meaning. Believe it or not, they all do. And um, the more you listen, the more you find out about these guests, these amazing people, these partners on our platform, uh, you'll, you'll, uh, you'll see it. It'll make sense, right? It'll make sense. But today was awesome. They're, most of the guests, okay, five, six, seven, eight, eight people, they were all on in the queue at the same time. I think it was like six or seven at one time, and then it dropped to maybe five or so. But what's awesome is it's awesome when the guests actually listen to each other, and that is when the magic happens. You know, and I, I've said this before, and what time is it? 304. All right, I got to wrap it up. So when the magic really happens, all right, and you get to feel it throughout the show, there becomes a theme, there becomes kind of this momentum, this energy that goes through where they're commenting on what each other said. And you can feel it as you're listening to this, because it's almost like we're all gathered together in this virtual family room. And it just makes, uh, it's like, uh, it's like I, I equate it, equate it uh, to like a group prayer. Right. But it's not, uh, it's, it's not, it's not as powerful, but it's in the same, the same vibe, the same type of uh, energy exchange. Right. So um, today was like that. Yeah, it was great. I love seeing them pop up in the queue and then um, them making comments because I want them to be, you know, get to know each other. The audience gets to know the, the guests, the guests gets to know the audience. Everybody comes, you know, comes friends. That's what it's all about. 
bringing together the collaboration consortium, bringing everybody together, whether it's going into the Facebook group, ugh, but that's where people are. So that's what the Cloud Hub group, the Clubhouse group, which we're bringing back this Wednesday at 6 p.m. Mountain time. So make sure you join us. Um, and then uh, uh, we're going to bring all the leaders forward. They're all waiting. They're all waiting from the queue for me to really get the Save My Freedom movement you know, rocking and rolling. So I encourage you to join it because then you can find all these like-minded peeps, right? We talk about, um, all the people that I talked about today, they're all part of it, right? This way you can find them. This you can be like, oh, where, when, when is Brandon on? Oh, that's right. I'll check out and see my freedom, and then I'll click on here, and then it'll show me. Or you go on the website, and then they'll tell you too. So, um, yeah, that's all she wrote. It's 305. I just want to thank everybody for the uh, birthday greetings. They're still coming through my phone, and the reason why they're coming through my phone today is because Facebook, oh, the amazing Facebook, has my birthday is January 10th, but they, uh, they don't allow you to change it. Weird, huh, right? So um, it's been like that for 12 years. That's how awesome Facebook is. So I thought, you know what, since I can't change it, uh, I'm just going to ride it out. We'll just make it birthday week. I've decided to make it birthday month. January is birthday month. So that allows everybody uh, to have their excuses eliminated as to why I didn't get a phone call or a text or a post or a present or a um, in-person visit of uh, some sort of greeting, good wish, uh, goodwill, right? So um, I've extended the birthday festivities for a month. So this way, uh, no more excuses. Remember, we're about eliminating excuses on this platform. So if I can eliminate excuse why you can't wish me a happy birthday, or perhaps send a card, or even better, a present. Oh, I do love to unwrap gifts. Uh, this way you have a complete opportunity. I've given you an extension. I've given you three additional, three and a half weeks to go ahead and fill that void. So no more excuses. Again, it is January. It's rejuvenation January. No more excuses for anything in your life. There is, uh, we've eliminated it, right? So you can't say, oh, I didn't know. He <laughs> can't use that. Oh, I didn't have time. Oh, can't do that one either. I didn't know where to go. <clears throat> Wrong answer. Right. So, hey, you know what? Just own up and say, ah, I was stupid. Ah, I was lazy. But you're not, you're not. You're not that kind of person. So we're just giving you the incentive. We're giving the resource, giving the information. We're giving you the peeps to join you. And, uh, again, thank you, uh, everyone, for the birthday wishes. It was, uh, it's been fun so far. And it's going to continue all month. Right? So that's the good thing about it. And Susie, my buddy, my PC, Susie, thank you so much for the little get-together that she did yesterday. There was a whole bunch of us. And it was so powerful. Everybody was just like-minded, right? Everybody's on the same page. Got some gifts, got some good cheer, got great, um, got cards. And it was just great. The food was amazing. The company was powerful. And we prayed at the end and everyone got a chance to say something. It was really cool. And I wanted to, to mention this or say this on the air. Um, Carol had given me this little card and it said, spread joy. And in it was a little like prayer card saying, and she looked at me at the end when I'm getting ready to leave. And she goes, you know, I was looking through all these cards. Well, she, you know, I love when people put effort into something that they give to you as meaning, whether it's they created it, they bought it, rather than just grabbing a card where they're like, oh, that's fine. They grab the card. Well, they actually put effort into it, right? Because this, this, you know, that, that actually means something. So she looked at the card. She said, I was looking through the cards and I was trying to figure out which one that really applied to you. And I totally caught me off guard because she was talking and I wasn't necessarily, I didn't, she was talking to me. Then all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, she's talking to me. So I turned my head and she goes, I picked this card and it said spread joy. And she goes, no, that's what you do. I said, wait, what? And I, that's when I was like, I wasn't, wasn't, you know, I wasn't expecting like kind of a compliment like that. Not like she'd tell me I, <laughs> I should go pound sand. But anyway, 
She goes, no, you really do. You really spread joy. And I was like, oh, my God, that's like the nicest thing somebody said to me in a long time. So I said, Carol, thank you. I really appreciate that. So I said, I'm going to read this on the air tomorrow before I go. It's 3.09. So I'm going to do this because i got to wrap it up. I got, um, uh, again, remember, I told they didn't work uh, at my desk on Saturday because that was my actual birthday. I had to go down to the mayor of corruption uh, GOP county rhino meeting. And um, oh, it was fun, though. It was fun. It was not good to fun to see the chaos, but it just confirmed it. Not to mention, we did make fun of a lot of the rhinos, especially them wearing the masks around their chin because their chin must have they must have had a they must have sprained their chin as their mask was a sling under the dumbest. And one guy, two masks and gloves. Oh my god! Oh my god! Then there was this lady with a face shield. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Oh, it was so much material. I'm telling you, the state meetings in two weeks. I'm going to the state meeting because there's just too much material. All right, let me read this real quick, and then i got to go. I said a prayer for you today. I know God must have heard. I felt the answer in my heart, although he spoke no word. I didn't ask for wealth or fame. I knew he, you wouldn't mind. I asked him to bring treasures of, of a far more lasting kind. I asked that he be near you at the start of each new day to grant you health and blessings and friends to share your way. I asked, your, I asked for happiness for you and all things great and small, but it was for his loving care I prayed for most of all. So thank you, Carol, very much, and everybody else who was there and uh, just made it a great uh, afternoon and evening. And, uh, yeah, so, again, find your peeps, and, um, yeah, come join us this Friday and Saturday at the Reawaken America tour event. Just go to the uh, timetofreeamerica.com, everythinghomeaboutus.com, everythinghomeaboutus.com. Name your price. Get the couple of tickets that are left. Get on the wait list because people are going to call and stick with the COVID. So then you'll be able to go. And if you can't, brighttown.tv, brighttown.tv. You can watch it live streamed there. So um, it's wrapping it up. It's 3.11. I'm way over. It is time to renew our faith, restore our republic. Oh, yeah. And um, once you commit, everything changes. Yes, it does. Put on your common sense cap. Try to leave it on all day. Don't forget, you need to sleep in it. Courage, conviction, and common sense are contagious. You need to fund freedom, right? We want you to do that and um, be a super spreader of courage and freedom and of course common sense remember those who stand for nothing fall for everything and a special thank you to all of the partners about everything home socially conscious pearl network their information their episodes and their own shows are listed on our website everything home about us.com everything home about us.com before we started today's show we had 314 partners 754 of these live segments i'm telling you hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of free content Go check it out, everythinghomeaboutus.com. That'll give you the menu, the septuagint of all the different things that you can experience and find on the platform, the patriotic purpose driven resource platform. And if you want to get the uh, COVID trifecta triple crown, the t- COVID trifecta cr- triple crown, when you head on over to the COVID facts chat on the website, you will see three episodes. Start with Dr. Brian Artis. That's episode 260. Then you're going to head over to Dr. Lee Merritt, episode 263. And then you're going to come in with the closer, Karen Kingston, episode 278. It'll give you everything you need to know and then some, right? Remember, you need to do two things. You need to fuel our brain and fuel our body. You fuel our brain with all these amazing episodes with content so that uh, when these crazy people start saying stuff to you that's full of lies, you can combat it and be ready to come back with them. And then, of course, you're going to fuel your body 
with Dr. Zazalenko's immune-boosting supplements, and you can get that on that, on that list. The menu list is going to be there. If you head over to the Marketplace tab, which I encourage you to do so, that's where you can buy products and services. There's 57 different well-known websites and brands, and 2 to 20% of your total purchase price will be donated to our nonprofit partners and groups supporting vets, pets, kids, and freedom warriors for ranchers. Mike's organization is one of them. So uh, go buy the products and services you normally do. But then a uh, portion of that is going to be donated to these groups, right? The ones that are actually out there doing the sweat equity, rolling up the sleeves and making some amazing things happen in the community. And you never pay more than if you went to their website directly. You always get a discount. Mike Lindell, Mike Lindell, you know, Brandon House's partner over at Lindell. You know Frank's speech. That's Mike Lindell. He is a part of that too. So you go over to my pillow, right? Use promo code home, H O M E, promo code home, H O M E, get 20% off. And he, uh, well, you get up to the 66% off. Sorry about that. All the normal discounts that you normally hear about, the buy one, get ones. And he donates 20% of the total purchase to those groups. So yeah, yeah, do uh, kill two birds with one stone. You know, remember they, they, they animal abuse, animal abuse with analogies. I never understood it. Kicking the horse and bleeding in the water, lint waking them, drink it, two birds in the bush. I don't understand. Why is you picking on <laughs> somebody tell me the other day? He's down in Florida. He says, Yeah, you can you, you can't take a dead cat, swing a dead cat and not hit a real estate agent. <laughs> it's like there it is again. The analogies, the poor animals, they always get dragged into this. But anyway, lots of information, incredible resources, literally all the quality content you can imagine that you need to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life and make a difference, especially in your communities, is there. Everythinghomeaboutus.com, everythinghomeaboutus.com. Um, we're going to do some live feeds from the event Friday and Saturday. Uh, I'm not sure, quite sure when, what's going to happen. It's going to be either on the social media platforms or through the blog talk radio. We'll figure it out when we get down there. we got a booth in the media room. I'll be over at the TV booth. And then um, uh, we'll be back on Monday at 12 p.m. Mountain Time in our normal format. In our normal format here, uh, we've got uh, all kinds of amazing guests. It is crazy, uh, the, the, the lineup. Oh, Andy, uh, Congressman Andy Biggs ran into him at the event on Saturday. I was like, oh, dude, you didn't come on my show when I met you in May. And he's like, uh, Kate, Kate, give her a card. Get, get, her on the, get, get me on the show. Awesome, Matt Gates, uh, Tana Gertz, Annie Cyrus, Brigitte Hoverleaf, Mike Adams is coming. I'm Kyle Sinclair. He's, a, he's running for Congress in Texas. So, yes, there's now Laura Loomer. Oh, it is, uh, is full-loaded and many, many more, especially after this week. So, anyway, um, thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, joining us in this Save My Freedom movement, which is saving your freedom. So, yes, we're going to come together. It's not just about, just not about following. It's not followers at all. It's about us building this community. And everyone can you know, buy, share, promote, st- sell, learn, take action. I'll be about right? So you, you got to show up. You got to show up. You got to make a decision to show up. Join the newsletter. Learn more about it. And you can do that on the, uh, the uh, menu list, everythinghomeaboutus.com, on the lower right-hand corner of every page on the website. And uh, listen to any of the past episodes, 281 to listen to. I'm telling you, there's amazing, amazing episodes. And you got you know, the only one listening to famous people. Well, then when you go to the episode tab, you'll see that famous and well-known peeps. They're all there. I'm telling you, the guests that are in this five-minute segment, the five guests in the seven-minute segment, powerful, powerful people. Quality content, really, to grow your business, enhance quality, grow, make a difference, especially in your communities. I think you're awake. If you're still listening, awesome. Thank you so much for hanging in there. I hope you got something out of today's show. Pretty powerful stuff. So go take action on what we shared. Make it a great day because you deserve it. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to play a little 
of Carrie, because I, I heard this song quite a few times this weekend, because I'm like, I'm turning off the COVID junk because I can't handle the lies no more. My ears are bleeding. So I was like, all right, I'm going to play a little Carrie Underwood. I'm going to do a little champion song. I'm going to throw a little champion, and then I'm going to bring it down to the God Bless the USA, and then we're going to take it out. So, uh, yeah, tune in Friday and Saturday. Make sure you get notifications. So follow, follow us to get the notifications. It's just, you know, pretty much stick with the, even the Rumble. Rumble, uh, I think that's the one I'm going to use, Rumble. I don't know, maybe Cloudhub, whichever is either. I, I, don't, I don't know what I'm getting myself into this live feed. We're going to figure it out. Um, but, yeah, and uh, that's all she wrote, man. What a week. What a week. I'm headed to the Super Bowl. I'm headed to the Super Bowl with uh, champions and athletes, the, uh, the real athletes, right? None of these, these frauds, these NFL frauds. Oh, I'm so scared. i got to use a non-vaccine bioweapon and put my mask on. Uh-uh. You want to see champions? Those champions, uh, they're headed to the Super Bowl this Friday and Saturday here in Phoenix, Arizona. 14, 15, go, out, go and buy some tickets. Show up. So this is for them. These are the champions who are taking it. These are the ones who are standing up. And for all of those of you listening that are standing up, that are showing up, that are speaking up, you're the champion. And I'm playing this song for you because I've met so many people over the weekend. And I got to see and to see people. And I was telling you the stories that their family's kind of out. And their family won't even talk to them. Like, what are you, nuts? No, the people, they're not nuts. You people, the crazy ones, the ones that are not talking to your mom because you think she's, some, you think she's mentally something wrong with her because she actually knows the truth and she's standing up and she's smart. And she's using common sense. And she's following the facts. Oh, I say, I tell you, what's up is down, what's left is right. It's, it is crazy. So this song is going out to all of you champions out there that have the kahunas to stand up for your uh, convictions and to, to make a difference, to do something. Okay, we're here. Join us. Let's do this together. Champions, that's you. Here you go. I'll be the last one standing. Two hands in the air. I'm a champion. You'll be looking up at me when it's over. I live for the battle. I'm a soldier. Yeah, I'm a fighter like Rocky. Put your flag on your back like Ali. Yeah, I'm the greatest. I'm stronger. Bet my jewels can't lose. I'm a Let's 
To meet, learn from, and hire the experts and the guests, professionals, and members of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network and Marketplace, visit everythinghometalkshow.com slash episodes. And to listen, subscribe, rate, review, like, follow, comment, and share, go to www.everythinghometalkshow.com and find us on all the major listening platforms. Thanks for listening. We hope you were entertained, and we hope that you picked up some real-life, tangible takeaways from some good people doing good business and good things. Till next time, this is Everything Home, signing off. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.